There's some fighting words in there. There is. Some war dance. <laughs> mm. Welcome uh, back onto the Duck and Malt. Here with two special guests. Well, I'm always here with Dub. Yeah. That's who you heard. Hey, my bro. Here with James McPherson. First time? Second time. First time. I think it's his second. Second, second podcast. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, Welcome yeah, back. It's, it's great to be here. And <laughs> yeah. the uh, main event, Grant Keys, oh. a uh, basketball luminary here in Canberra. Welcome Oof. onto the podcast, Keezy. G'day, boys. Absolute honour to be here today. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to, you know, we've been talking about it for about six months, I think, so um, ever since the first podcast. You've had some, some massive big names in here. Yeah. So, you know, it's we, been a big list to uh, to get on the end of, but, you know, I think, what, was, was it your flatmate or something? Yeah, my flatmate's yeah. been um, on here. Yeah. Um, we've, had, we've had Lacey. Lace twice. Lace, yeah. um, Lace. Steve McPherson. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't mind dropping a name, getting the name on here. Here. Yeah, like execution of getting the guests on. Still, a lot. it's like what motivational speakers do. Like you know, they tell you to sort speak of keep, it into yeah, yeah speaking into existence. It took a while, but we yeah. hey, we're here, and we're that's here. what's important. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, absolute privilege to finally see the duck and malt. Yeah, yeah. in all its glory. Big, big fan of the whiskies, so you know, I'm, I've just came here for the drink. Good. Um, <laughs> uh, there's plenty here. Don't worry about that. Good luck walking out of the duck and malt yeah, after you finish yeah, it. I but, know. Although I've got to say, I'm. I'm you know, I was I was inspired by your your pod the other day about the fitness kick, and, nice. uh, so I, you know, we tried to get on that, and um, so I'm technically not drinking at the moment. Good, but I'll make an exception for you guys Have today. To do. Yeah. So. Have well, to. mate, I, yeah, and I'm only drinking on special occasions. Yeah, that, like, that was my choice, and it doesn't get any bigger than this. Special occasions like Friday. Saturday and Sunday, <laughs> and sometimes and, and midweek drinks on a Wednesday. Because yeah. <laughs> a, a Thursday is basically a Friday. <laughs> this is a Thursday pod. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What are we drinking? Well, beers. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got a couple of beers yep. just to keep it flowing. So we've got the Bent Spoke uh, Barley Griffin. We want to yep. keep it local for a um, local star. Still waiting for that sponsorship to come through. Yes, but yeah, I, I thought I might might bring a whiskey along today just to add to, yeah. add to your collection. And I, I'm sure you've probably had it before. It's not the most expensive uh, whiskey on the market, but I'm, I'm a big fan of it. It's an Australian. Um, we've got to support the local local yep. uh, whiskey industry here, which is just going gangbusters. Absolutely. But Starwood down in Melbourne, um, mm. which um, I think it's making in a factory or something down there, but. Um, what I, what I love about Starwood is how revolutionary it is. Mm. It is lowering the price of good quality Australian whiskey and making it, you know, accessible mm. to everyone. 100%. You know, 60, 70 bucks and yep. you cannot, you know, go put absolute, you know, butter in each each mouthful. Yeah. Yep. Love it. So let's 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 crack up. Let's let's Absolutely. crack that. They also do a awesome old fashioned yeah, you you buy that uh, yeah. the premix old the, fashioned. The they premix do. old fashioned. I've actually been to their distillery, and it's really nice. Yeah, worth going to if yeah. you if you are down there. Well, it's uh, a, they, they, I know you love a promotion on the duck and malt. Yes. so they've, they've got yeah, one going do. at the moment. Uh, you get a bonus, a little fifty mil of we'll old, oh, there's a little fifty in there of the uh, the old fashioned juice in there as well. So there yeah. you go. Well, mate, that, oh, that's the, the old fashioned. There you go. Yeah. The um, it made it's funny because we've been in a bit of back and forth email with them about sponsorship, and when I say back and forth, I've been sending them a lot of emails. Um, no response yet. Well, but it's it's just, this is the chance. So it's just it? yeah. it's just fourth. Yeah. Yes. No Cheers. Yes. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. 
Oh, lovely. Thanks, Mr. Keys. Yeah, well, it's it's great to come here and, and see J-Mac. Is, yeah. You know, I know you guys have stepped up and sort of taken over on, yeah. of the Duck and Molten, but... Yeah. You're welcome for J- that, by the way. J-Mac, I think he might be my favourite duck and malt. Just, oh, wow. just, I don't want to play favourites too much. but <laughs> Shit, it's go. an early call. We go back, we go back, J-Mac, you know. Yeah. He's, he's coached him back in the day a little bit and yeah. played a little bit together, so... Yeah. Um, plus, yeah. this is plus bullshit. I'm the most interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only positive press you'll be getting on this podcast. Uh, I'll um, take it. We are going to be deep diving into basketball, particularly local basketball. Yeah. Here. Australian, national basketball. I should say. I'm going to start off with a bit of a dive into your career, Casey. A long and distinguished career. <laughs> Where started up, born in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Grew up in the Melbourne Tigers program. Yeah, junior, junior program there. Down, you know, when you're you're a part of the junior. And can, um, can you explain as well, Melbourne Tigers? It's not like an air. It, it is kind of an area, Albert Park, but yeah, there's not a, a lot of people living in Albert Park. No, it was a little bit different. Where all the Big clubs in Melbourne, Nutter yeah. Whiting, Eltham, you know, Danny Nong, um, Sandringham, they're, they're an association. Yeah. Um, Melbourne Tigers kind of had some, you know, some programs and competitions going out the back of Albert Park Stadium, but it wasn't really an association. Yeah. You sort of just sort of got different people there from all over Melbourne. And I grew up in Keysborough, which is, you know, 50 minute an hour yeah. drive into Albert Park each yeah. Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> so shout out to mum. You weren't uh, yeah. living out the back like Gazy. down the Princess Highway buddy, yeah. for 10 years up and down. That saw a lot of that down Denong Road. We, um, um, yeah, so all the way from under 12s through to under 20s and we won everything. We were probably, I've got to say, probably the best junior team that ever was. And, you know, it's it's, that's big, a big call, call. big yeah. call. But we won every state, Victorian state, um, Australian national yeah. classic. Yeah. We went overseas and won a world championship. What? <laughs> we went to Milwaukee like, and we played oh. this under sixteen World Youth Basketball Festival. Did you seriously? And, and we won that. Um, we were world, world champions, um, and we did not lose every tournament that yeah. we played all the way through front of twelve. We had some good players. Yeah, Aaron started, started off under twelves like Aaron Traher. Oh, wow. and, you know, um, <laughs> not bad, a boomer. The, the best yeah. players all the way through were guys that didn't really play seniors. So David Middleton and Kane Muir. Shout out to my your brother. And we mm. started off with Briggs there. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Kane. Kane Muir. It was he was the best point guard going around yeah. in Victoria. Wow, young Indigenous kid, just. He was he was Paddy Mills before there was Paddy Mills. Wow! Yeah, right. um, but didn't go on and play senior basketball, and um, you know I just love Kane. He loved playing with Kane all the way through my juniors and Dave. We had two best point guards that yeah. shot the ball real well, and then Chris Anstey came into the program under sixteen. Yeah, a little little known name, <laughs> yeah. Chris Anstey. Um, <laughs> Andrew pretty Andrew pretty Walder was another great great player yeah. um, that played with us, and he played a bit of NBL with the Tigers. Brett Rainbow, one of those dunk yeah. comps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know Kane Oakley, Brent Loma, we, we yeah. whole a whole lot of different players, but there, we, we yeah. had always had a really solid team. It was great coaching all the way through. You know, who did coach you? Ken Watson was my first really? coach under Swells, the godfather you know, the, 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 of Australian basketball, yeah. who, who taught Lindsay Gaze to play. Yeah, wow. Um, so got that you know fundamental you know yeah. sound under twelves, and then Des Middleton coached 14s, 16s, 18s, and then Al Westover under twenties. <laughs> 
So um, very fortunate to have so, that yeah. grounding. Our Westover did coach Tigers yeah. in the NBL. But yep. it was the Tigers' old school program, yeah. which was structured, you know, first and third. So you can still shuffle. run shuffle. You can oh, draw man. that in your sleep right now. <laughs> Just absolutely drilled into you. <laughs> you sound um, nightmares about it. Yeah. But, but within that, you know, I, you, you were either a big rat or yeah. a, 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 sorry, a little rat or a big log. Yeah. And uh, I was a big log. <laughs> And you had a license, so you didn't have a license to yeah, shoot. And yeah. I never got the license. No. I, I could shoot Still the ball, shoot, but yeah, it, was, it was your job to kick the ball around, yeah. you know, and get it over to the feeder, yeah. get the cart coming through, hit, yeah. hit, you know, hit the yeah. back door, whatever. You know, and you, if you didn't do that, you get bloody subbed off. Yeah. So when I started playing, when I was 18, went to university in Ballarat, um, started playing with the minors and Brennan Joyce, my first senior team. Um, you know, I'd get the ball at the top of the key and looking to sort of kick it on and Brendan would just come up to me, shoot that fucking ball! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm allowed to shoot it. Yeah. Oh, no worries. Just to get Brendan off my back, yeah, I started start launching and, it. you know, I, should, mm. I can actually shoot the ball. Yeah. yeah um, so, yeah. And you, yeah. you are the founder of the uh, Bigs Who Shoot Threes Club. Bigs for Threes. Bigs B, for Threes. B, B for Threes. Yeah. That, mm. yeah, when we got to... Um, to, to Canberra, playing with Anthony Petrie and yeah. Paul Denman, Coults. myself, and Colts as well. He was more of a sort of a three-man yeah. masqueraded as yes. He, he didn't, yeah. co- didn't size of a the four, paint very much. <laughs> mentally, a three. He, didn't Colts, like the, yeah. he, he wasn't a friend of the paint. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but, and, yeah, that, and sorry, in your juniors, did you do any Vic Metro stuff? No, like I that? never made a state team because yeah. um, we had such a strong Melbourne Tigers yeah, team yeah. that we could have almost filled the Victorian state team. Yeah. But going through a really competitive era of, um, of Victorian basketball was, you know, the Smith Twins yeah, that were playing against Dareth and Jason, you know, Mark Pederick, there was bunch of kids, you know, Sam McKinnon, mm, you know. Mm, Sammy Max. Every club had good players. Yeah. Um, and... Um, Bogut was a couple of years years, years before us, yeah. but coming yeah. out of Dandong program there and, and Sandy, know, Sandy, Sandy was, Sandy was a little bit later on the scene. It started building building up yeah. a little bit later in the in the sort of the nineties, but um, yeah, yeah, the 80s basketball, yeah, it's, I, I challenge anyone out there to to put forward a better junior basketball team than than our Melbourne Tigers program. It's um, a big call, but I reckon it's you yeah. know for. A, what we what we what we achieved, um, you know. I, mean, I don't think there's too many other clubs would be able to say that. Yeah, an under sixteen world championships, uh, yeah, <laughs> fair mantle. And it's fair to say for for people who aren't across sort of basketball in Australia, is that Victoria is like the mecca of basketball. They, yeah. they, they've always been a stronghold yeah. in in national basketball. But the, the thing about Victorian basketball that makes it so much better than the rest of Australia is just the kids play so much more. Yeah, every single night you're playing a competitive. To- you know, I'd, yeah. I'd play Friday night is your your your, your rec comp. Yeah. You know, you're playing against the best kids in in Melbourne. Yeah. Albert Park Court one. Yeah, you know, amazing old stadium. Saturday morning training, Saturday lunchtime or afternoons, you go to Nutterwadding, play against all the same kids yep. that you're playing against on Friday night um, in the Nutterwadding sort of yeah. club club comp. Then on Sunday night, you go to Knox and play in their local comp. Yeah, um, and then you know training throughout the week and different yeah. programs. Wednesday night, the VBA competition. Yeah, uh, by the time we're like under 16s, we're playing like fourth, fifth division out the back, winning yeah. that. And, you know, so what you're saying is that there was more, the, the parents were a lot more flexible. In <laughs> it's a lot more tolerant all the time there, and yeah, yeah it, it's the Victorian kids are bred into fire. Yeah, you know they play so. 
basketball ACT is smaller than a Dandenong. Mm. Yeah. One club in has more teams. Yeah. We'll get into facilities later, but Dandenong Basketball Stadium is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Great um, stadium. And yeah. Yeah, it, it never used to be though. When I was playing, yeah. it was a little two court stadium at Dandong Markets. Yeah, you know, but it, it grew and the sport grew and they had yeah. the support to grow with it. And we'll talk about that later. But yeah. this is what this city's not doing is yeah. keeping up with demand. But nah. yeah, we yeah sort of great environment to grow up in. But yeah. then you know, very lucky to go to Ballarat. To and Ballarat was for uni. We went to Ballarat to for uni. Yeah. Yeah. I, wasn't one of those kids that sort of grew up like, oh, I want to go to play college in America, you know. So like, no. Wasn't a lot of opportunities yeah. for kids back then to go and play college, but I wanted to go to college in Australia. I went to It's a lot more fun <laughs> in <laughs> Australia. <laughs> yeah. 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 What, did, what did you study? What were you studying? Um, I wanted to do PE and sports management, all that sort of stuff, but I didn't get into it. And I did a Bachelor of Arts. I thought, oh, you know, just do it for a year and swap over but yep. really got into it and doing yeah. things like Asian studies and politics and sociology yeah. and all these things I'd never really thought about before and and uh, that became a real drive in my, my life and academically you know did a did a master's in in Asian studies and international studies and that got me to Canberra here working for um, public service mm. um, yeah doing international tourism yeah Ballarat first two years yep Back to back, not only Siebel. Back to back national, national championships. ABA championships. Oh. Yep. Played yep. with Eric Hayes, Eric Cook's father of Dom. Yes, and Dominic Xavier. and Xavier. Yep, and with Sydney at the moment. Not bad. Zave should be a boomer soon. Oh, mate. It was an awesome team. Yeah. We, um, the first year, um, I only just made the team. You know, I sort of. Which is because you were putting up some. Good numbers well, there, right? Well, uh, sort of, you know, this kid from Melbourne that just turned up in Ballarat and Brennan yeah. sort of, you know, Broad Meadows had asked if I wanted to play and yeah. sort of turned up to, you know, minors tryouts or whatever and Brendan's sort of like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all, right, all right, I'll put you in the 10th spot, but yeah. I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to play. play you. You're not going to play. <laughs> you're not running you plays might, for you. You get on the last couple of minutes of the game if we're up and yeah. a couple of, couple of games into the season, Cookie broke his wrist. Mm. Um, so great opportunity, opportunity. to step in yeah. um, to fill the spot as well. They got Damon Lowry, um, yeah. who wow. was playing in yeah. Altona at that stage, and uh, he came across. And so we had Hayes, Hayes Lowry, and, and then Cookie came back from injury because he was an Australian. We, yeah. we were able to go with the, yeah. those all three of them, and um, and Maddie Campbell. Uh, he just come from Bendigo. It was a bit of a coup getting mm. him. To Ballarat from Bendigo. It's the, tribal there. It Ballarat, is. Bendigo. Oh, yeah. it's a big rivalry. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good days. And we won the national championship that year. Lost the the, the, the conference final to, to Frankston. But yeah. then we beat them in the um, in the, in the semi-final of the national. And then beat Terry Johnson's Cairns team in the grand final of the, is that the old national championship. TJ who was working here? Yeah, it was. Mm. Yes, Terry Johnson. Oh, Bi- Billy Ross, there was their import. Yeah. It was one of the best imports I've seen. The first time I ever met uh, TJ was playing against him. He was playing for Central Coast. I would have been... The Mariners. Yeah, would have been 16. He would have been God knows how old. And I do remember saying my old man was assistant coaching and saying he reeks of a very, I wouldn't say familiar odour, but I know what that odour is. (laughs) How the fuck does he play basketball (laughs) doing that? (laughs) And he said to me, mate, his knees are that bad. That's the only way you can play. Yeah, right. You know, go have a smoke, pain. smoke before, smoke at half time. It's just a that's sad, the trick. An I've anesthetic. Made, he was awesome, mate. Uh, yeah, oh, he did incredible. some things on the court yeah. that I haven't seen many people do in terms of trick shots. Yeah, you know, after after leaving Ballarat, Brendan brought 
Matty Campbell, myself, um, Cookie, and then Damon a little bit later up to Illawarra yeah. to play with Illawarra Hawks. Yeah. So I got signed as 11th man on the team. Yeah. You know, oh, there'll be an opportunity. Someone get injured. <laughs> no one got bloody injured no. the whole year. Yeah. Didn't get a game. <laughs> so that was my first year of NBL. Yeah. Training a whole bloody year with the Hawks. Yeah. Great team. Andre Lafleur. Was um, Sav there? Yeah, Sav. Matty Campbell was oh, his rookie Sav, year. Yeah. And um, trained my bloody ass off, but didn't get an opportunity. Um, but at the same time, was playing slam with West Sydney Slammers. Yeah. Um, That's Waratah. Um, no, that was Siebel at the time. Oh, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, when the when the NBL was running in winter season, so mm. it was at the same time. So I'd train during the day with with the Hawks and get in a car, drive up to Western Sydney, try and with them, Fuck. and then play play with the, with the Slammers on the weekend as well. While studying, well, while studying as well. So after a year of that, I'm just like, no. Nah, on one team, yeah. so um, stayed up in Western Sydney, um, and l- lucky enough, you know, after playing with the Slammers for three seasons, they got the uh, um, the second Sydney license to become the West Sydney Razorbacks. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was the f- the first signing along with um, Derek Rucker and John yeah. Reilly. Um, Simon Dwight. You were you were the Dwight. you were the first three to get signed. Yeah. How good's that? I know. So um, great uniforms. I, so big, ex- mate. We went in with big expectations. I, I, <laughs> I, I love the I love the, the Razorbacks. I love great the Razorbacks. Uniforms. Yeah, we used to have uh, the, the Canberra Colts. Did you play Canberra Colts? Brian Demery used to run it, and um, it would just be kind of a best of. I don't know from under twelves, thirteens, fourteens, like yeah. three age groups, and we would have the the knockoff Western Sydney yeah. uniforms, just yeah, as the yeah. Canberra Colts. Yeah, nice. What, nice. What, what did you think about it being a brand new club? Do you think oh, it was exciting? It, it, yeah. That must have been a really exciting time, oh, right, mate? It was just the expectation. Well, talking about Western Sydney, I know Sid Whitey's a big fan of the Western <laughs> yeah. Sydney. Yeah, no, I'm not. back from. <laughs> I'm looking ass. forward to the shank coming out at some point here. Mate, Keezy is cultured. It, Asian studies, international studies, he's not Western Sydney. Don't tar him with that brush. Mate, he, well, he is. He he's, played he's there. Got, he's got a razor back on his back. He got it tattooed. Well, mate. no, it's for life. He's, it was about redefining the West, and that's yeah. what it was. You know, it's, it's got a bad name. It's got a bad rap about being a bit of a wasteland of, you know, unemployment yeah. and that and it, sort of stuff. And it still is. Well, <laughs> we embrace that, yeah. And you know, we 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 came out as the working class, you know, hardworking pigs, yeah. Up against the, you know, eastern the suburbs, kings. pretty in the Lakers, purple kings, the Lakers, <laughs> you know, like. And the first game that we played on Beat the em. Kings' home court, put got a smackdown on, yeah. yeah. But you know, yeah, didn't so, get on the court. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no worries. If we can rewind yeah. a little bit, sorry, you went from Ballarat two yep. years, Ballarat two years, Illawarra, then, yeah, Illawarra playing three years in Western Sydney, yeah. And how was and that then, team in Siebel, that Western Sydney team? Competitive? Yeah, good. We made the finals because um, I thought you played for Bankstown. Yeah, it was a good team. We we yeah. had um, my man, the late great Storm and Norman Ooh, Taylor. Yeah. You know, the best spin move in the NBL history. Mm. Um, One of the best big guys, you know, and one of the nicest gentlemen you've ever, ever going to meet. Never had a bad word to say about anyone. And yeah, we'd have a little sip of the uh, the whiskey to to Big Norm. um, Unfortunately, one we lost, um, you know, a year or two ago. And Mm. um, great man, great, you know, stayed in, in, in Illawarra, ran a chicken shop, yeah, you know, in, in Illawarra for years. And, uh, 
and we had one in Western Sydney as well, Storm yeah. Dorman's charcoal chickens. And, <laughs> really? Um, I'm surprised yeah. it wasn't fried chicken. No, well, that's no, a bit. Was, that's stereotyping. It was, it was a roast bit. chickens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, he should have got the. He was would have been ahead of his time. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And then Western Sydney Razorbacks was that Bevo was your coach? No, nah, Gordy. So Gordy, Gordy was yeah, a, player, Gordy yeah. was my coach with Western Sydney Slammers. Um, yeah. We had a good relationship. I was the captain under him, and yeah. um, you know it was sort of playing really well and. So, you know, really positive about, you know, going into the NBL and um, Gordy, you know, was the coach there and we signed Simon Dwight. Um, so, you know, Steve Hoare came from the, yeah. the Siebel team as well. Bruce Bolden. Um, but, yeah, then yeah. So I was still like, yeah, all right, you know, I'll play back up to Simon. You know, we had another big <laughs> yeah. centre, yeah, 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 dear. Yeah. And, um, yes. and, and, um, I remember, but, what, but this used to be played on ABC, wasn't it? You used to be able to watch. And Fox Sports. Yeah, 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 it was, I think it was the ABC days. Yeah. I, think. I used to, yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. the first season. I remember watching. Yeah, this games. is, yeah. this is 99, two, uh, it was 2000, I think. Yeah. Uh, 99 season. 99 yeah. season. 98, 99. Yeah. And, um, and, and then, and then they signed Bruce. Um, yeah. And so Bruce was sort of at the end of his career. Yeah, he was winding down. You know, yeah. he, he was supposed to be winding down, yeah. and there was a lot of doubt. Still whether, a big horse. Though. Though. I know. For could like he, ten could more he, years? Yeah, could he? Could he play another year? <laughs> Is he going to break down? And you know, he was kind of just a, the veteran we're going to bring in for experience, and he just you know, kept the young kids. And you know, Bruce came in, yeah, fit, healthy, mm. and just played one of his best seasons. Mm. And he absolutely killed it. So yeah. it was really hard for me to get on the court yeah. behind Simon, who didn't really like coming off. You know, no. I love Simon, but Gordy would kind of – he needs to get in the flow of the game. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it is he, a good, he could play all game too. A bit, so. bit difficult to manage as well, Dwighty, wasn't he? He's a little bit – yeah, he oh, could be a little bit temperamental. Prickly, prickly yeah. If you got off to a good start, he yeah. was awesome. He could shoot the lights yeah. out, block everything, rebound well. Shit. But if yeah. you know, if he was in that frame of mind, yeah. and so you know, Gordy would leave him out there yeah. and get him flowing and stuff. Bring Bruce in, give him a break every case, and Bruce would just like kill it. You know, yeah. these little turnaround jump shot from the from the from the elbow. Mm. Just knew how to get buckets. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about? I learned so was, much from was, Bruce. So it was it was good, it was a good learning. You know, I learned a lot over that two years. Yeah, yeah. But just just didn't get on the court. I think I averaged like two minutes. Probably had a bit. Certainly had a lot of more more DNPs than I had. You know, minutes. <laughs> I feel you, my bro. But, but I it feel was, you. It's, well, it's bloody frustrating. But yeah. what it taught me is it, how hard it is for the. Basketball, the sport for those kids on the you know the, the eighth, ninth, yeah. tenth kids on breaking, the bench, breaking, trying to that. break in, yeah. get minutes, training your ass off. It, it's a brutal sport like that. You yeah. can train your ass off. Like playing NBL, and I'm training two, three times a day. Mm. In the and peak not condition, a not playing a minute. Yeah, go to Perth. You know, you go to Perth on a road trip. And you know your peak physical condition. You're raring to go. Coach doesn't put you on. It's like, man. but that's yeah. that's got to be such a great asset of yours now. You know, being involved with a juniors yep. club, being in jo- involved, you know, coaching whatever yep. it might be to be able to support those guys. Not necessarily just yeah. to chuck them on so they get Absolutely, minutes, but at yeah. least you yeah. can understand what they're going through. Put it in the, you, exactly. You yeah. Yourself yeah. Where, where their heads we, are at. We yeah. talked to uh, the Centre of Excellence and Academy kids about this when they're talking about going to college. Oh, I want to go to Duke. Well, you understand, you've come from Melbourne. Mm. As you said in Melbourne, you play three, four games a week. Mm. You train three, four times. You're playing all the time. Yep. You're starring for your rep team. You're yep. beating everyone. You come here, you play all the time because even court time, stuff like that. Yep. You're going to Duke. You're not going to play for a year, maybe two. You're also going to train 
every single day yep. and you get 30 games a year, yep. a calendar year. Yep. So the, the, the yep. um, you know, court time as a commodity to young players, it's fucking everything. And the quicker you learn that lesson of how to, what you got to do to earn it and what you can do to uh, lose it, yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. it can serve you. But that's part of being professional. It is tough. That's it part is of being tough. And it does your head in. And it, yeah. it, was, it was really tough on me. It was probably one of the hardest years of my life, yeah. you know. I uh, had a girlfriend that, you know, went overseas travelling for a year and I'm you know, just trying to bust on yards. the hard yards in Western Sydney, you know. Yeah. Where, so where did you, um, where did you live? Where did you live in Western uh, Sydney? At Western Sydney, yeah. I'd, I'd sort of at Chipping Norton, Cashula Way. Cashula. Eventually yeah. moved a little bit Shout closer to, to the city in Riverwood for a while. But um, we saw a training out in Whitlam Centre at, at Liverpool. So you sort of had to be out there. What was, the, what was the home stadium? Whitlam Centre. It was Whitlam. Yeah, the yeah. parquet floor. Yeah, because yeah, oh, it was mate. that real was dark floor. Hard-ass like floor on, it, it, people hated playing there. It didn't, it it was, didn't look it great on TV just, either. Yeah. Like, you were just like, you had to like squint and you were just like, fuck, yeah. it's just not. Yeah, well, not it, it was all part of this big plan because we were owned by the Bulldogs. Yeah. The, West, the Canterbury oh, Bulldogs. I, I, I was starting to study up on this. Yeah. And there was a bit of controversy leading into 2000. So there was this big plan. I think they called it the Oasis. Oasis Centre. it was going to be yeah. this huge big development with f- big football stadium and basketball stadium in, in Liverpool with, you know, they were going to move the, the Bulldogs out there and take – but it came with this, you know – 5,000 poker machine, massive yeah. venue. And it's just like, does Liverpool really need this? But anyway, there was all that debate and there was a bit of corruption. I think ICAC or two that sort of, yeah. you know, went through yeah, some of the, fines. The, yeah. the, uh, the local Liverpool mayors and sort of you know, the Bulldogs and all the controversies with them. And so it, it sort of all fell through that those plans and, and they moved out to um, um, Homebush, yeah. um, the stadium out there for a while. And, and they won, you know, I think... Win a championship. That, that ended up being yeah, one of their most yeah, successful one, yeah. seasons because yeah, I think exactly. they sort of, um, from what I was what I was reading, it, it sort of they were a little bit sheltered from it because it was above yep. Yep. West Sydney Razorbacks, but it was sort of the parent company that yeah. was getting all the trouble, mm. and they ended up kicking goals. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. basketball in New South Wales are stationed out of there now as well. Home yeah, okay. Oh, really? Okay. So, yep. Yeah. Was Sam McKinnon playing? Uh, no, he came after he was, I left. He was 2000, yeah. wasn't he? No, probably 2001 or two, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I played 99 and 2000, and um, and then yeah, got got in got into a graduate program here in in uh, in Canberra. So I yeah. moved down to Canberra and um, down the highway. Yeah, the day before I arrived, I got a phone call saying, "Oh, Keezy, there's there's an article about you in the Canberra Times. Apparently, you're playing with the Canberra Gunners." <laughs> Oh, well, I've got it. I do have a funny story. Right. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. That was just yeah. getting to a, a really like, interesting point. I'm like, mate, it's news to me. I haven't talked to anyone. <laughs> I haven't talked to anyone about the playing with the Canberra. Because I was jack of basketball. Like, yeah. You know, I'm going to go to Canberra and play footy. Yeah. You know, go back to my roots. You know, yeah. and play footy. So, um, yeah. Jeez, that's interesting. So anyway, a couple of hours later, I get a phone call. G'day, Keezy, Brad Barnes here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brad, how you going? Just here I'm playing basketball with the Canberra Gunners next year. <laughs> oh, sorry about that, mate. I'm a, I told the reporter not to say anything until after I've spoken to you. But Yeah. Oh, well, I guess I have to come to training now. So, yeah. Went to, <laughs> well, went it to, worked. Went to training and met the Bullied boys. into it. Yeah. And 
Hey, it's the Canberra Gunners. I, yeah. Did, well, you didn't, no. know the, you didn't know the culture. I didn't, culture. Know, the I didn't you know. know the culture. And, and well, you guys really said it, to be honest. I think a good uh, starting point here as well for us to give our first impression yeah. of Keezy. I did ask my old man who was an assistant coach with the Gunners while Keezy was, <laughs> was playing great Mark there. White. I said, Mate, great Bombers supporter. Yes. Good Bombers, man. <laughs> yeah, I said, what was your first impression of Keezy? And he said, oh, I was talking to Barnsley and Barnsley's like, mate, NBL player, he's fucking Vic country, he's tough, tough. He's going to be great for us. And he said, I, I walked up to Keyes and introduced myself and said, you know, Mark White, I'm really looking forward to coaching you this year. And Keyes, he said, in, in a very straight face to me, I haven't made the team yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he and he, he was a bit, oh, uh, I'm just Love now. that, and then love that. I do remember, because I didn't get to go to a lot of the preseason, but I would get to see a lot of the games when you played here. Mm. And I he, remember Young him saying to me, mate, Grant Keys, like, we're going to be really good this year. Wait till you see him, you know, because oh, you got you got to play like him. You got to shoot face up, John. you know. You got to watch his footwear like this. I remember going and watching Keezy in warm ups and thinking to myself, "What the fuck? Is this? <laughs> this is nothing. This fucking, you know." Because to be to be fair, we have Paulie D. We did have some some reasonable size athletes, yeah. but I remember thinking, Richo, yeah. "This guy's a fucking big man," you know. He's there shooting face up jays and stuff like this. And then I don't know. You it would have been one of your first games here in Canberra and. You just fucking dominated. Just thought, smoked everyone. Thought, that goes to show. First impressions or lay up lines, just because oh, he's not banging it. Very nice to you. Just because he's not banging it every time. No, it's, it was, how do, how do you feel about a eight-year-old Ben White oh, just mate, standing on the sidelines the, judging you well, yeah. on your first warm-up? Well, well, I used to be there at a lot of trainings and stuff, just like absolutely. pestering the boys. So, <laughs> well, yeah. you guys, you know, credit to you know what what where you guys have come in your basketball yeah. career and stuff. But, you know, I've, I've watched you guys, you know, grow as basketballers because you were the next generation behind us. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Um, so I came to Canberra Gunners and it was a club that had um, just about – it was on its knees. Yes. It, 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 it was about to get kicked out of the league. Um, basketball ACT or Basketball Canberra, whatever they were called back then, um, were having a few financial difficulties. Yeah. Um, and um, couldn't really pay the fees. You know, they had a stadium down at Tuggerong that wasn't working, and then, yep. you know, so um, a lot of issues there. So um, um, the parents got together and um, and fundraised yeah. to keep us in the Siebel. Yep. So they're like, you know, sorry, you know, wow. can't pay you anything, but, you know, it'd be great if, you know, you joined with just a bunch of local guys and yep. – that is perfect. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. I've just spent the last two years hating basketball because I'm, I'm, because it was work. Yeah, yeah. it was. I'm, I'm playing for money. I'm competing against, you know, try and get on the court against, you know, the, these guys who are my mates that, mm. you know, and uh, every ounce of your life is being scrutinized and you're getting skin folds every week and drug yeah. tested and, you know, it's playing oh, for I, the joy. I always passed it, but, um, <laughs> especially when you know it's coming. Um, and, <laughs> And um, so, yeah, I just want to play for the love of the game. Yeah. And, and that was Canberra Bar- Gunners basketball. And after I came to that first, that first training session, met the boys and, you know, everyone's here playing for the love of the game yeah. and, and, mm. and uh, playing for each other and have, yeah. playing for the road trip. You know, and, yeah. that's, you know we, we, it was about getting out and having a good time and enjoying mm. each other's company and our, our results 
um, reflect started to reflect that. Yeah. Um, and we became a you know a bloody good team. Yeah. I do remember speaking to Brad Barnes, who'd done a little bit of coaching with since as well, and he was sort of saying Keezy helped instill the pride of playing for nothing. So <laughs> that every other team in Seabull, literally yep. every single other team in Seabull, paid their players. Yep. We were the only team yep. there mm. that didn't pay anyone a cent. And yep. Keezy helped drive that culture of. This is we're going to go stick it up. Yep. The fucking Mount Gambiers of the world who are dropping half a million dollars into their Seville team every year. You guys, you guys have done the same thing. Yeah. You, know, you, you played down at Geelong, J Mac. Yeah. Yeah. What does it feel like? You know, you step into that stadium, two, three thousand people going nuts. Yeah. And we're, you know, we've got this little bloody shack at Belconnen. <laughs> yeah. You know, with shitty bloody bathrooms and you know hard seats and Warm freezing beer. cold yeah. and you know. How did you feel when you walked into that stadium in Geelong, playing in front of that crowd, representing you know the the, the Gunners? I I loved it. I actually enjoyed going on the road to places like Geelong and Tasmania as well. Was another place where the fans were mental. Yeah, and I just loved the energy yep. in those stadiums. So I really enjoyed it. But you were definitely like, "Fucking it's hell, different. these people take this shit serious." <laughs> like yeah. our little. 200-person max capacity (laughs) stadium where if it rains too heavy, we have to stop the game because the roof's leaking kind of thing. I'm like, okay, shit, these guys are on another level. But it was cool to go. It was definitely awesome to play in those stadiums, but it it did make you go, oh, fuck. But I don't know. We didn't care. No, and you you embraced the hardship. Playing with your mates, and that was part of the the awesome thing about playing for the Gunners was that it was almost like you knew – that everyone else was getting paid. Yep. You knew that they had all these flash facilities and stuff, and you kind of like going into their gym yeah. and doing at least doing your best to give yeah. them a bit of a touch-up. Yeah, yep. and, and walk away you, you, after giving them a bit of a touch I know you guys probably didn't beat too many teams. We had a couple of decent yeah, weeks. Couple we won, wins we won, on, the, we, was, we won on the dance floor but it afterwards, yeah. Keezy. Oh, I've got to say, no, shout-out, because it, it was we had a freakishly good team, yeah. Yeah. big on the... Um, you know, very fortunate to have the great Anthony Petrie. Mm. You know, as a young kid growing up through yeah. that, you know, that yeah. time I was started 2001, 2002, and watching that guy, yeah. you know, come onto the scene and getting his confidence up. He had a, he had a year off to go and play rugby Footy. With, idiot. with a bloody Gungarl and Bulls or whatever. Sharks. Sharks is idiot. Belgrade and Sharks, idiot. <laughs> Realised after a year, is yeah. okay, basketball's in the game. Yeah. But um, it's funny, we've got. Uh, uh, Jess Petrie at the Centre of Excellence now. And fuck me, she's a spitting image of her father. Really? Even like the tall, little bit duck-footed, but uber-athletic and just the most laid-back, casual, (laughs) as you like. Yeah. But that, that, sorry, Gunners 2003. Just just before you move on, though, I I think it's it's worth saying, like, shout-out and a big thank you to you and the boys of that time because, you know, we were all juniors during that period and I think that I remember going to those Gunners games and just, you know, we we would know that, you know, these boys aren't getting paid, you know. These guys are playing for the city and we've always, I think from, well, for me personally, from, like, that period onwards – I think Canberra basketball players have always played with a bit of a chip on their shoulder. Yeah. You know, we're a small town, like you say, where we're smaller than a, a club in Victoria. Yeah. And whether we go to nationals, whether we go to country cup, whether we're yeah. playing for Canberra Gunners, well, I I always got a lot of drive from watching when I was younger, watching you guys play and going, like, 
there's no fear here. Like yeah. it's like fuck you guys. Like yeah. we're 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 gonna compete. We're yeah. gonna be better. Southern know? Junior League yeah. used to play in uh, Aubrey, mm. and they would have that. Like Gunners would play yeah. in Aubrey, and we'd be there. And yeah, you could get very frustrated playing for Canberra Junior teams. Uh, you know, you're copping a bit of a hammering yeah. every now and then. But if you can go and see someone with a Canberra Gunners jersey on, ACT colours on, yeah. go stick it up Aubrey, go yeah. stick it up, yep. yeah. you know, Knox, something like yep. that. Yep. Yep. You get a lot of pride. Yeah. yeah. A bit well, of it took a couple of years because I got here and, yeah. you know, it's fair to say that kids that grow up in Canberra playing basketball, yeah. you know, they're playing with ACT rep teams. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a they challenge. W- it's, it's, it's be, be proud of making that team. Yeah. But it's on a different level, you know, than, yeah. than making a, you know, Victorian, a Victorian State sure. team and yeah, that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, you go to these national championships and stuff, not really expecting to win. Yeah. You know, you win a few games and there's been some absolutely, you know, yeah. the under-16 boys last year. And under-18s. 18s. Sorry, 18s last year. You know, amazing winning that bronze medal. Yeah. Um, you know, awesome stuff. But... You don't go into the ACT program kind of expecting to win yeah. these championships. Yeah, a little bit defeated before yeah. you play the game. So yeah. you don't grow up with that winning that winning mentality. mentality. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So I got here and I found this awesome team, mm. but didn't have that winner's mentality. Yeah, because you know you'd play against these big Melbourne clubs, and we were just as good as them. You lose the game, before but we you had started, to believe yeah. ourselves that we yeah. could beat them. Yeah, you know, we, and that was that was mm. what I just came in just preaching yeah. is just like, boys, you yeah. Know, We've got it. We've got the team here to beat anyone. Yeah, and we go. We can go all the way, and and we did. And that can sound like trife, but it really isn't because you got to understand at Siebel, everyone is talented. Yeah, you don't yeah. get to be there if you're not good at the sport. So yeah, what yeah. separates you yeah. is what's it's, in between your ears. It's so who, much. It's a mental yeah. game. Who yeah. was the first player to get on the journey with you? Like you, you've come in with a completely different mentality. It's been yeah. a, it's been a tough few years Paulie for Canberra. Yep. Who yep. who who got on that journey? Well, well, Who did you D, rope in? Yeah, Paulie D had just come from the the Cannons program, yeah. and you know the Cannons was falling apart, and sort of Paulie came across and Richo. Richo had been in the program for Shouts years. Shouts to Rich, great, um, that's my boy. Amazing, that's great. my boy. Dan, Richo. The Dan Richo, Joel came yeah. a little nah, bit Dan, later. Dan's my boy. But, um, the better uh, Richo. Yatesy, Yatesy was here, and yeah. you know just doing his thing and. Um, amazing athlete, Yatesy, yeah. and um, he, he used to teach me. Yatesy, yeah, Canberra High School, an odd character. Russ Livermore, Shane Brown, Calligan yeah. at the defensive end. You know, it was NJ, Eastie, NJ, Spot the Ramblers boys. You know, Eastie, Nick, Nick Johnson, bringing the he toughness, used to just, the shit just ramming people yeah. up against the you know the back walls yeah. on a layup. I was there for that game. Oh, just I was there for that game. Mum and dad are the managers. Tough, well. uncom- yeah. compromising team yeah. that didn't take a backward step. We just had to. Just get that extra bit of belief yeah. to, to, all right, let's go down. You know, it's a three-game road trip. We're playing Frankston on a Sunday afternoon after yeah. being in Mildura and Geelong. And Mildura and pub. who wants to play? Oh, no, and going <laughs> yeah. out everybody night in between. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and we got a front up to Frankston driving all the way around from Geelong um, yeah. on a Sunday a afternoon. Yeah. And to have that mental toughness yeah. to come away with a win there yeah, you know, which we did a number of times. So um, it was it was 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 really yeah. was really good, and yeah, well, that's why we were able to take that next step, yeah. and we went to the grand final in two thousand three. Yeah, I don't have the, um, the the game logs. Was it a slow start for that season? Like, did it take? Was there a point in the season where you thought, shit, 
like we've 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 clicked here, or was it in preseason and you guys just hauled ass from the start? Um, a lot of it was to do with the rise of Anthony Petrie. Yeah, and and you know he was only very young. Two thousand one, two thousand two. I think he had the year off. Two thousand three, came back in the team. Yeah, and. Um, that was the year, the, the game that he really stepped up. We were like, "Well, this guy's going to be a bloody good player." Um, we 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 won the we won the um, the conference championship. That was the only conference East, yep, yep. East that we won. And hopefully, one day basketball ACT might find where, the banner. Where the what fuck the is that? <laughs> where is that? We were saying that the last Gunners game. We're, yeah. we're like, well, what's know. that? Not well, fucking they, up they here. They found a few other banners and put them back up, but they've still haven't Mate, found that elusive we, 2003. We, I don't. I th- I'm sure we've had a rant about this on the pod before, <laughs> but we went to a Gunners game back when you were sponsoring it before yeah. COVID, and look, what the. F- Fuck has happened here? Yeah, oh, please. No, this is oh, a Gunners no. game. Oh, yeah, no. it says a lot, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? But they you know, we'll, we'll talk about basketball, yeah. ACT, and stuff. But I think they're doing the right thing now. They're yeah. in a good space. So um, shout out to all the all the kids in the office there. You know, working yeah. hard, trying to make, make those trying decisions. to make basketball get mm. better in Canberra. So, um, but yeah, we'd love to see a 2003 banner back up this year. And getting all the 2003 like, team. Absolutely. Australia Day Carnival or, would be nice. Or you know what? If, was, if you don't want to put it up, give it, no, give it to we'll, the duck we'll, and malt. We'll hang it we'll put it. So we'll put it in the duck it. and malt. We'll, 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 I think they've, Proudly. They've, they've legitimately lost or something happened. I don't know. <laughs> but but we'll get a new one, whatever. We'll get something back up yeah. there. But but Anthony Petrie, that year, yeah, we, won right. the, we, won the, we won the the title. We beaten Paddy Mills and yeah. Joe Ingalls in the, the cheap in boys. the semi. Brad Newley. And, yeah, yeah, the At Belconnen. And then, and then we played Frankston in the final and beat him in the home. Yeah. Full Belconnen yeah. just yeah. pump, just that going off. Awesome. You mm. know, three, four hundred people. <laughs> <laughs> that stadium gets loud, man. Don't worry about that. A couple hundred people in there. It's it's, it's good <laughs> atmosphere. So, um, but then, um, but we then with this is a CBA and they still had the uh, the national championships yeah. and. We went down and to the nationals, and um, we played won a few of the earlier games. We played Ballarat, uh, Ballarat in the in the semi final to get in the national final, and we we rated ourselves. You know, we're yeah. going to beat these boys. Playing against my old teammates Eric Hayes and stuff, who had a great game. Bloody, oh, you know, I've always had a difficult relationship with the referees. But, uh, <laughs> Tim haven't, Mills, haven't, haven't we know, all? Tim Mills is a is a referee's name that's been thrown around in basketball history, and yeah. I'm only very happy to add to that history. <laughs> I don't hold grudges, but but just but you've got you've one, got him on a dartboard. This is one that I do hold very dearly. So I was on three, I was on I was on four fouls going in at halftime, Oof. and um, on the on the opening tip of the second half. Um, I chased after a loose ball, um, sort of a one-on-one. He called a foul on me for my fifth, and I'm just going, what? Tech foul, six, you're off. Oh. So Back in the I day play, when a tech was a personal. Yeah, and yeah. so I got six fouls, you're off, right at the start of the second half, oh. and we're up wow. about ten points. Oh, that's fine. Um, Brad's, okay, Peach, you're on. Yeah. And Peach stepped up and was this close to win it. I think we lost yeah. by two points or something. He nearly won that single-handedly. Um, Peach played an awesome game yeah. and everyone just went, 
Wow, this kid, this kid's gonna, yeah. this guy, he's yeah. gonna be all right. And then next couple of years, double edged sword there yeah. though. So maybe is it a thank you to the ref that you get the Peach got the opportunity? Peach, well, Peach actually has like a little love heart around yes. him on, on the mm. wall. You've got him on the dartboard, mate. If I was on that court, we wouldn't have lost that game. <laughs> <laughs> I did. We could have been national champions. I, I played. Uh, I played prem <laughs> one with with the great man Peach and. Uh, because he did serve an apprenticeship in Gunners. He didn't come in and just start running the show straight away because that's what he was doing in Gunners Academy. He was by far the best player in Waratahs, killing it there. And I remember talking to him and my old man, and he would get very frustrated sometimes. He'd be like, you know, because I think even you can admit, Keezy, you're a very competitive person. And he he used to say... No. He used to say... I don't believe it for a second. He used to say at training, you know, I'm just here getting my ass kicked by Paulie D and Keezy and they're fucking giving me a fucking mouthful as they're doing it. But that was a... You know, because that's yeah. what Peach is like now. Peach will fucking go at your throat. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's a very fucking competitive person himself. So that kind of competition breeds other competitors. We, we had some warriors on yeah. that team and um, no bigger warrior than my man, Benny McHugh. Yes, yeah. he was a um, fucking little... I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I live with Benny. Yeah. I, I, I hated I, playing against him. Yeah. Oh, he was... He didn't want to play on him. But yeah. I, you go to training during the week just hoping that I'd be on the... You know, same team br- as Benny. Same team as Benny. <laughs> because if we were on the opposite team, yeah. there, w- there would be no speaking in the house. We were fl- yeah. flatmates for about, yeah. about two years there. And, um, it was like me and Mesman. Like yeah, if we just, were on opposite yeah. teams, it was oh, all over. Yeah. John O'Miller? All over. That's where, that's yeah, where me that, and John O'Miller was yeah. the same as well. I'd, fuck. We went hard at training yeah. and that made us tough yeah. you know, for the games. Games were easy because yeah. the trainings were the tough bit and yeah. for us. And um, I do remember Joel yeah. Richardson and John O'Miller saying the same thing when they were the young pups in that squad. They were like, trainings are fucking harder than the games. <laughs> yeah. like, our own teammates beat us up worse than any opponent. <laughs> yeah. But the funny thing was is like it seemed like it was always from a place of love. Like It was almost like we are uh, like a brotherhood, you know, yeah. but – when we're at training, we're going at it. We're not here to yeah. – we're not pussyfooting around. No, we're doing yeah. this to make ourselves better no. on game day because on game day, these imports are going to come in yep. or whatever. And yeah. if we're not testing ourselves, yep. well, we're just going to get our asses yeah. exactly. Yep. And I loved hearing those stories. Yeah. I wasn't in the program then, but I, I loved hearing I that. love hearing but about the banter. This is, this, is what well. I, this is what I meant when I was saying, you know, it is a big shout-out to yourself, Keezy, and, yeah. and you boys because it created a culture. It 100% created a culture because that got passed down to when we got in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd it never seen when I was watching quite su- no Gary. successful. Well, no, Gary, no. No, no Gary, no. no. <laughs> hey, that's that's still in the fucking it is. song. Yeah, it is. And that, that's it came out from that, that team. It, yeah. it was a chaser skit. And, uh, yeah. yeah. We started singing at the, the pool. Uh, no, around Gary, the pool. no. Uh, no, after, Gary, after, no. We, we beat Mount Gambier on the buzzer as, yeah. uh, and uh, went back to the pool and do a recovery session at the pool and started singing the chaser skit, No, Gary, no. And that's it's built up. But every team... You know, has added, has added a little bit on go. the end, so that's our thing yeah. song at the. We got the when I was coaching the ACT under fourteens with Mister Alex Tui. He's at the NBA Academy now. Tui would lead the Gunners song when we'd get a win at under fourteen club championships. Oh, that as is well. awesome! That's we, awesome. We had to Love tell to him to that. to cut the. Canberra boys are on the piss again. Yeah. Part. But awesome. uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he did the no Gary no, so we talked to either. He's, he's I don't doing know all right, that boy, isn't he? Oh, mate, he's going to be. Ooh. 
He's going to be really good. Soren Star for the the awesome Dodgers yes. um, in the under nineteen final yes. and just him and Dan Busey. smashed the rats yeah. by himself. But uh, they had a good, yeah, he, some other boys stepped up. But he but Alex is a class above. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's going to be a uh, a future boomer. I think he's he's wow. that, that good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. Mar- very, very happy to have the Dodgers. He's a Maris boy, <laughs> unfortunately. So just, he's oh, fucked un- mentally. Un- <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's such a good fella. Now, no my, my understanding as well about the 03-04 Gunners teams were not only very hard to handle on the court, but off the court, they they more than held their own as well. Well, do you, do you have any podcast appropriate stories you can tell us about those days? Well, it was. And, you know, and throw someone under the bus. We want, we want yeah. one name. Like Benny McHugh. Benny McHugh's in high places. I'd, I'd like, I'd like Dan, Dan Richardson if possible. Yeah, Richo. Yeah. Because Richo I, don't care. I love Richo, so oh, I'd like a little bit of ammunition for next time I see I'd him. never throw Richo under the bus. Yeah. He's, um, but, um, I tried to get him on here with you as well. I said, I said that you were, you were going to come. You need a separate one and for him all together. Yes. Yeah. I bumped into him bunnies legend. before Christmas oh, and I had a good chat great. with him. But, but not just a you know, legend, but a legend family. You know, yeah. His dad is the, the, you know, right, right from the early stages of Canberra basketball and yeah. the Richardsons are, are Canberra basketball through and through. So Mate, he was know, a, playing with those blokes. He's a, he's a Norths boy. And uh, he was yeah. a bit of a mentor of mine. I, I loved yeah. playing with him. So yeah. I think 14, yeah. 15 years old playing Re- one Real with him. nice dude. Apparently he could sleep, like, just anyway, drop a hat. Like, absolutely. I'm so jealous of people <laughs> like that. I'm so jealous. And especially because well, he's, he's a big dude. Sometimes yeah. you don't want to sleep on planes and buses <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you, when you're sitting next to Keezy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, we had a good time on the road, and but that's what it was about. We, you know, we, we we weren't getting paid. You know, yeah. we're, we're young kids that were you know we wanted to enjoy reward. our basketball, and and the reward was going out and you know mm. playing well and going out and, and being around your mates that you've been working hard and you yeah. know training real hard yeah. during the week and boxing up during the week. Yeah. And, and um, all right, well, yeah, we're going to win this game and we're going to go out and celebrate it. Yeah. And then um, you know. We, Brad, Brad, the coach, was always, you know, trusting of us and do the right thing. You know, we've got another game tomorrow we'd play. We're going to get up and win that one as well. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, it, 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 we had a Naughty's Boys bus and a Good Boys bus. <laughs> can you so tell us who was, was on the, the Naughty, Naughty Boy, Boy and the Good Boys? So. Can, can you tell us one of my favourite gunners, yeah. mostly because I got to play with him? Zlatko Todorovsky. Definite Nor- bad boy. Definitely <laughs> bad boy. Bad boys for life. Bad boy. And Andrew Eastope. Um, he, He's he, a good he boy would, for sure. He looked like a good boy, but he was a bad on, boy. He, he would, he'd be on the bad boy <laughs> I'll bus, tell you, so don't I'll, worry I'll about tell that. you who's going to be the most upset who listens to this pod <laughs> religiously. My mum. Because yes. my mum, he taught with my mum. She was principal. Oh, I think it was Lyman Primary and he taught there. I think it was Lyman. And yeah. uh, she loves... He's a East, nice East, man. He's a and nice um, and she's going to be very upset. When we was on a bad bus, <laughs> when a bad boy bus, we'd play uh, Ramblers Wednesday night. We'd have like eight thirty game Belcon, and if we've got to win, yeah. obviously we'd all go back to the pot belly, and I'd be there just watching. And uh, yeah, my old man, it'd be <laughs> just, midnight just watching. Mid- well, because I just like watching it. your old man sink piss. <laughs> no, no, no. Like watching the game. Sorry, because I like watching the boys. Not at not at the pot bellies. No, he took me to the pot oh, belly, yeah. and it'd be, it'd be midnight. Yeah, yeah. And my old man would be like, "I have to go. He's got school tomorrow." And he'd be like, "No, fucking stay. Give him another one. Give him another one. You're not fucking leaving. Are you uh, tired? You don't look tired. Fucking stay." Yeah. So yeah. It, I definitely know that Eastie yeah. 
was a was a bad boy. Yeah. What about over in Canada now? Um, yeah. yeah, making brewery? beer in a brewery. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yeah. Shout out to, to Eastie he, over there. He's created a brewery, or he no, he's he, a brewer. He works. Brewer, yeah, working at a brewery, established yeah. brewery, I think. And um, do we have the name of the beer? Can Eddie, we give him a shout out? A we'll Google. Yeah, we'll, yeah Google. We'll, we'll give him a shout out. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, no, no, that's yeah, all right. Tell him to send us some. Send us some. He could be full beard. Full, full beard, beard brewery, full yeah. beard brewery, yeah. and, oh, and right, just because yeah. I'm sure East is a big listener of this, um, Keezy didn't actually get to Google. He actually yeah. before that he clicked on it, he top. did he did figure it out. Yeah. So we are, we are big in Canada. Who? So full beard brewery, yeah, we've got us, big listeners. Yeah. Send us a case. Who were some people on the good bus? Um, Russ Livermore. Russ, yeah, Rusty would probably be a bit... NJ? Um, Rusty. NJ was a scientist, yeah. yeah. He's um, the smartest man in the Seville. Yeah. Ru- but uh, also the dumbest man. <laughs> <laughs> but also the dumbest Rusty man. was a workhorse. He was another yeah, North boy. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he, was a, he was a workhorse. Yeah, it was... Um, Paulie yeah. Denman would be yeah, on, on, on that bus. Um, Brownie? No. No, was no, a no, no, no. He's a no, bad no. dude. Joel Richardson? Joel Richardson. Yeah, Joel Richardson's a good boy. He's he, a good probably, boy. He, him he, and Callie would sort of like yeah, pretend. So that maybe yeah, yeah. On, the way <laughs> there, on the way there, they'd be on the good boy bus and the way back, they're on the bad boy. Coach, give me some time. Give we me some time. Up. I'm on the good bus. Yeah. Come on. But the best thing about that era. Was Beardy? Beardy, yeah. He's a good boy. Good boy. Good boy. We The best thing, Anne Arena was on the team too. Big shout out to Anne. He's a bad boy for sure. We can't ever forget about Anne's. So, Absolutely um, not. Shouts um, to Ant. We um, one of the best things. Brad's um, wife back then, Emma, was yeah. um, worked for the Qantas Club, yeah. and so she, she used to get you know complimentary passes into yeah. the Qantas Club. Nice. Yeah. So we'd always have to make sure we get the last flight out yeah. back to Canberra. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, we try and get to the Qantas Club as early as we can, and the rookies we just have to go up and down and yeah. get us drinks. And, uh, oh, and so um, the Qantas shout outs to the Qantas Club. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> maybe speaking for myself here, but one of the regrets I have about my very brief Gunners tenure is we were a lot more interested in the off the court. Like our, our, <laughs> yeah. our whole bus Look, was the naughty bus. Yeah, we <laughs> we whole- got a little bit mixed. Up. Yeah. I think I think we we watched them a lot. We thought yeah. we learned a lot of great things, and we we I think we, we got decided. the wires crossed where we thought we needed to perform better on the Mooseheads dance floor, <laughs> yeah, rather than on Belcon and Court One. We yeah. also didn't yeah. have the talent on our <laughs> roster. No. No. Like, yeah. let's be fair, we had you guys had when NBA, left, either yeah. two guys that had just played yeah. NBL and now in Siebel, yep. and another bloke who was coming up and yep. then went into the NBL, yep. all in your starting five. Yep, we had people that. We all we retired had, at the same we time. Had, we all played. On. We yeah. all played Div One, yeah. and then yeah. we, and then went to Gunners. Yeah. So it was a big changing of the guard, and they just didn't have that transit. Guys no. like Zladko and yeah. stuff in Richo, Joel Richo, you know, they just worked their tails off. But yeah, yeah we you know losing your three bigs. Yeah, you know, it was a big hole, and and Benny McHugh was was a terror of a point guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he yeah. would shut down the best point guard, mm. the American import, yeah. on the other team. Daniel getting his head. Yeah, Kelly would take off. You know, the, the two, yeah. three, man, just do a job on them. Just yeah. they'd they score five points. Mm. But think you about know. how many games of Seabull experience. How many did you play? Hundreds. 301. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, Daniel Richardson played 400, was it? Yeah, I think 350, 350 I think, yeah, north yeah. of that. Paulie so, Denman was the most um, Gunners, yeah. uh, most games played with the Gunners. Yeah. So I think he was like the high yeah. 300s. But, yeah. um, so th- all that experience yeah. to just go in one yep. in a space of two to three years. Yeah, 100%. Yep. And, but yeah, the regrets I have is is 
we did, we might not have been established talent, but we were promising yeah. at least. We, we could have been talent. We, one that just popped into my head. I don't know if you about this. You, if you know about this one, Keezy. Sorry, the um, whiskey's starting to kick in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, shock me. But um, when his voice gets real low, one he gets real the, close to the mic. Hello, you know he's had a bit of whiskey. Lady, <laughs> whiskey. Um, no, but uh, probably case in point is when we were up in Brisbane and Yo. we played um, we played Brisbane. Yeah. Um, Pe- and we, Peach and we, came out to watch us. Pe- actually, it oh. was the night yeah. that Peach came did. out. Of course and, he did. And Peach came out um, and we, he ended up coming out with us, Yeah, because we won. Yeah. And then he was in the fucking change room with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, you, of course he was. You know when a Canberra legend's in your, <laughs> in your change room, you go, well, we've, was, got, we've got to turn one on. He was on, wearing Fucking rambler singlet. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, actually, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was quite the moment. Yeah. So we. Um, uh, what's um? What, what's the place called in in Brisbane where all the clubs are? The Valley. Uh, the Valley. Yeah, we're down the Valley. Anyway, went out, had a really big night, and um, Frank Arcego was the coach. Yeah. yeah, and we all woke up. Frank was like, you know, whatever, but you know, you've got to be on the bus at this time. We all got on the bus. There was one person missing. Yes. <laughs> Our starting point guard. Our starting point guard, Mark <laughs> and, Lacey, and he, did not make the he, bus. He sent me and Miller up. He said, you fucking go get him right now. And you yeah. tell him the bus leaves in five minutes. And we've gone in there. Try to, try to get him up. Try to move Shake him. him. Like he was alive, but he's just like. Nah, and he was just nah, moving nah, in slow-mo. No. Nah. We went back downstairs and said, Frank, Frank he's, he's going to be 10 to 15, brother. <laughs> Frank goes. Frank wraps it up. Fuck, Frank goes, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> we go, fuck him. We're going. Mate, I, we're on the bus in because about an hour Classic to Brisbane Frank. Airport. Yeah. Lace is calling, where are you, you dogs? And we're like, uh, no, mate, mate, you, mate, you just bus. left, we, Lace. Yeah, we, 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 were already, we were already at the airport by the time he started calling us because he's yeah. like, where are you, where are you? And it's like, I'm, I'm going to get in a taxi. Miss the plane. Well, Frank's yeah. like, I don't give a fuck. Because at that... Yep. You learn a lesson. No, yeah, he did learn a lesson. Yeah, $700 can, lesson. Get, we, didn't get, we didn't get paid, but Gunners paid for those flights. Yeah. And then, you know, like we were young at the time. I think Lacey yeah. was doing an apprenticeship at the time and it was like... Yeah. He's getting an invoice you're for paying, possible you're, ACT Monday morning. You're paying <laughs> your own way, my bro. You're paying your own way, brother. And then I remember we did have a bit of a crisis meeting because talking to Lacey, I was like, Lacey, like you fucked up, you know, you're gonna have yeah. to like just cop this. He's like, I'm not copping shit, fucking. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> then we got to training on Monday, I think it was, and um, him and Frank had a meeting. He said, Lace, how, yeah, how'd that go? And he goes, Yeah, you're right, I did fuck up. That's my bad. <laughs> That's my bad wasn't Frank, it? Frank yeah. has a great way of, yes. of straight shooting, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Love, and it's great to have Frank back in the program yeah. now. He's coaching the Academy Boys this yeah, year. Yeah, I boys. love that. It's awesome. Yeah. I've got awesome. a lot of time yeah. for Frank, and he, he works for a company called OzHelp as yep. well, which yep. is um, sort of a mental health work. thing for construction, uh, for the construction world. Does a podcast uh, too. Does he? Does he? Yes, get onto it. Mate, I'm, we might have <laughs> to cross it's pods. Betrayed. I'd love to yeah, get him on. Collaborate, I I've think, got for Mate, I'm glad there's someone else here who will correct your grammar. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> all right? I went to Canberra High School. I'm born and bred Canberra, all right? We're going to have to, you know, yeah. talk to each other no, on a podcast I and said, stuff like that. No, mate. I didn't say that. <laughs> Collaborate. Yeah. Collaborate. Wait, wait till you re-listen. I think I said something correct. His favourite word is coagulate. Yeah. He coagulate. just fucking throws it in. We need to random, coagulate. Random moments. Yeah. 
Yeah. We need to coagulate. But um, he he's an unbelievable yeah. man. Yeah, he is awesome. Yeah, so really he, he's doing Gunners Academy. Can you tell us, Keezy, what you are currently doing, what roles you are serving <sighs> okay. in basketball at the moment? Um, so I'm... I coached five teams last year, um, all the way from under 10 girls through to Premier League men. Do you coach a young fella? Yeah, got three kids and uh, coach all of their teams last year. Not sure how many of them will be playing basketball next year. A couple of boys love their footy. <laughs> Can we'll I ask, go, hey, just, just to break that down though, Are you? is that multiple nights you're doing training or have you like logged them? Yeah. It's like Tuesday night we're going from six till nine doing everyone. No, nah, you're different nights. So pretty much every night wow, you're sort of doing Keezy. something. And, I know it was a bit much, so I'm going to try and pull back a little bit this yeah. year. Go to four teams. You need so. to. Yeah. Also doing a lot of admin with the mighty Western Creek Road and Dodgers Basketball yeah. Club, which is uh, – Growing exponentially every year, and we're we're up to about four hundred players at the moment, and awesome. trying to squeeze them all into the very few you know low standard basketball courts that we've got in our area. But yeah. um, um, and uh, and but staying involved with the Gunners, so I'm um, um, on a sort of a, a senior um, NBL one committee, which um, you know the Gunners go moving to the NBL one, the first inaugural season of the NBL one East next year. Yeah. Exciting times for for men's basketball and women's basketball in Canberra, um, and getting getting the boys back into a, a national competition, which has been really important for Love us. That. So, um, um, yeah, who who created that committee? Was that an was that a basketball Canberra uh, initiative? Well, or well, was I was, that I was, a, yeah, last year I was on it. Kelly Abrams, uh, Kelly Henning, yeah. Henning, yeah, yeah. Um, Nia Shout Abrams. Out to uh, Love Cal. Go right back with Cal. Yeah. We. Um, Canberra um, legend. No, she Ballarat legend. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes. So, yeah, she was only a little whippersnapper yeah. when I was there in, in Ballarat, but sort of, you know, she came up through the ranks and came up yeah. to Canberra. and Capitals we, legend, uh, I should say. When I went, she, yeah, when I came to Canberra the first time, uh, team yes. I played. and she was Yeah, I think, and then started playing yeah. with the Caps. And and uh, so, yeah, we crossed paths again in Canberra. And, um, yeah, um, yeah she, she's a, she's an absolute legend. Of, uh, and back yeah. in Canberra now, so Ma- it's great Massage to see. therapist, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so... Um, yeah, I'd love to um, start a podcast with Cal. Actually, she doesn't know this. Maybe I'll. Um, She's a big listener. Go, the equipment's right here. It's ready. Go. It's ready to Mate, go. You can ready. hire out the duck and mole. Well, yeah. I, I think she's, yeah. she's she she was on the basketball ACT uh, uh, committee, yeah. um, and so she formed this NBL NBL one committee, which was great initiative to try and. Um, you know, have a separate committee that just focuses on the development of these, awesome. this, this league and this yeah. team. And um, it didn't happen last year and and, uh, and Cal left the committee, but they've got a new committee this year that are doing the same sort of thing. Um, just to try and help guide, you know, support the coaches and the players and the yeah. program and just to make sure that, you know, you know, when we go into the NBL one, we're, we're, we're the best program that we can be. And hopefully, you know, in compared to a lot of the other Sydney uh, associations, you know, we can sort of put ourselves up there as the, you know, in terms of the streaming quality and the, the production of the game and the players and the program that we're putting on the court. If, is it's, it's if you need any halftime entertainment, could Dub and J-Mac on the couch... Is, I reckon. Could there, could there be a comeback? <laughs> I reckon well, come back. Well, yes. Yeah, well, I'm... I'm I've, I've been asked to be the uh, the court announcer, yeah. the, not the court you, announcer, the, uh, the the commentate the games, play by play, the play on the on the stream yeah. on the on the wonky stream. No, no, um, I, so you know, J Mac, you know, fantastic to yeah. have like you involved in the program and sponsoring. Um, you know, Gold Leaf Tree Services, 
yeah. their support of Canberra Gunners basketball is what is the culture of basketball Canberra is all about. Mm. It's about, you know, getting the old boys and the old girls back in, into the program and, and, and being that and supporting that next generation. Yeah. So good on you, mate. Yeah. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, so that's what I'm trying to do is just finding a way that I can, you know, contribute to the, the program here and, and make sure that when we go to NBL 1 next year, it's super successful, but we've got a fantastic coach. We've got great players, and I'm, I'm really excited about the season. Yeah. I think it's good having a committee because now it seems like there's a bit of a plan. And yes. I know that when we so when we were in the Gunners, even when you were in the Gunners program, Keezy, a lot of it, your success, you guys were working very hard, but there was also an awful amount of just good luck. That you had players that just yep. happened to come to Canberra at the right time, yep. and you guys had some success. The Canberra Times wrote an article about someone that wasn't going to play, and now yeah. he's playing. And then he did, yeah. and that's amazing. And uh, and then you guys sort of moved on, but at no point was there ever any sort of succession planning. It was almost just like this expectation that, oh, yeah, she'll be right. Like, players will come into town, and there's been... The Gunners program sort of had some, uh, you know, middle-of-the-table times, and then sort mm. of, like, sell yeah, as well yep. as for extended period of times. When yep. we... When Ben... Chris and I were in the program. I think in the space of four seasons, we had five different coaches yeah, and yeah. lots and lots of player turnover and just no real plan, no real, what are we doing? You know, it's just we turn up, we, we play, we get on the piss. Well, back then, you know, when we started, because it just didn't have a lot of the um, the support from the from the office. You know, it yeah. was just the players were doing it. You know, we ran, we started our own website. Yeah, right. forums yeah. in the Canberra, Canberra, Canberra Gunners, you know, chat board. That's where Gary Gunner started because, yeah. you know, we, 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 it was us that were doing it, you know, yeah. we're doing all of our own promotion. Yeah. So we've had different administrations sort of come and go over the years and, you know, sometimes, you know, it'll ramp up and then it'll sort of fall away a bit. Different pe- people that have sort of done a lot in, in that space and really great work, you know, and in the yeah. social media space and growing that sort of space. But it sort of comes and goes. There's no consistent sort of long-term plan yeah, making yeah. sure. But I feel like we're on that sort of that trajectory I now agree. and we've got some, got some good, good people around it, you know. Carrie Graff's on the this, this committee yeah, as wow. well. Oh, nice. Sort of providing some – and, you know, with David Simpson on board, the CEO yeah. of Basketball ACT is doing a fantastic job and some, yeah. it's been and some yeah. really super challenging years for basketball in Canberra and, mm. you know, and, and – we're we're booming at the moment, and yeah. having a having a CEO that is open to that yeah. as well is yep. a big thing. Absolutely, and, and yep. getting people that have actually been involved in these programs, yep. like there's some really big names that you just yep. said, like yep. Carrie Graff, Kelly, yourself. Bringing those people that's back huge. in, yeah, that's huge. And and not not right? only are they big they names, know. you guys know. Mm. Not you only know. are they big names, but they've been in winning cultures. They, that's they what know I mean. how to win. They know how to do that. They, they know, know what it takes. Yeah, they know what it takes to win. And it's funny, Keezy, before. Right at the early uh, in the early part of this podcast, you were talking about growing up and just the the pressure cooker of just playing in Melbourne, yeah. you know, and the amount of the level of competition and then yeah. how that just drives you to be better. And then you yeah. went into the NBL and it was just training, training, training. But you were sort of from right out of the gate, you were just around what it took to win. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then even though you got frustrated towards the end towards your NBL career because you just all you were doing was training. Yeah, but that. You brought that then to the Gunners program, and so it's not like all that was for nothing. Do you know? No, what I mean? exactly. Like you, just, you, you knew what it took to win. There's some great people here. In, there's great history of basketball culture here in Canberra. You know, and, and there's been, you know, there's plenty of people from the Cal Brutons. You mm. know, Jerry Lee's. All these people have had something to do with basketball Canberra. You know, over the last 20, 30, 40 years, it's it, it's got a great history and great culture. Yeah, um, the Barnes but family. It's you know, it's had its issues, it's had its problems over the years. Mm. And um, 
and we need to, you know, people have had their you know, Barneys over the years. We just need to put that behind us. I agree. And get together and, and let's let's look ahead to the future for, for how we can... Yeah. You know, we've got a new generation that's coming in now that don't care about the issues of the past. They don't even know who most of these people are that we just talked exactly. about. Exactly. It's like we weren't... They literally weren't even born. I know. And... Uh, now, the, I just think basketball in Canberra is in a very strong yeah. position. There's a lot of great yep. talent. At a least the Gunners program looks very strong. Yep. They've got a good coach. They've got like, they're building a really good core yep. unit, which is the other thing I feel like you need to be successful at a high level is mm. have a good core. You might have a few fringe players that come and go and that sort of Comes thing, but you've got to yep. have yep. a core group of players and a coach, and they're all on the same page. And Absolutely. they're together for a, you know, a chunk of time, maybe mm. five yep. seasons or something like that. Seems like they got that in place. Yeah, right yeah. Now, last season, the COVID just fucked the last Waratah season. But that team was great. Hey, every yeah. they could have won Waratah. The that, exactly. Yeah, that, that could have they could have won Waratah with that yeah. team they had last year. So, then let's get into our, our Gunners preview here. But yeah. it, b- before we get there, Keezy, what's your vision for the, our NBL One East teams? Um, what's the board or that committee's vision for those programs going forward? Having having a successful program that um, provides young kids coming up through the system yep. with with something to aspire towards. Yeah, yep. that's that that's a now that's a player that yep. I want to be like. That's a program. That's yep. a team that I want to play for. And you know, if I'm a Gunners junior, yeah, you know, I'm proud to wear that yep. uniform as well. One hundred percent, sorely missed. So let's let's talk a little bit about the twenty twenty two. Yeah. 20- 20, no, we're just playing in 2022, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> doesn't so go till next year. It's not the NBA. No, we're not so crossing years. Yeah. Peter Herrick is back as yep. our head coach. Super. Friend of the podcast. Oh, friend big, of the podcast. Big, big friend. We'll, yep. We were going to call him in live yep. and then we, we, we second guess. <laughs> yeah. if, if you're a uh, fan of the Gunners, please get out uh, Australia Day Carnival, believe this weekend. Yeah, correct? Australia Day Carnival is always the first hit out for yeah. the Gunners. Yeah, um, you know at Belconnen Stadium, and it's a good chance to see. You know that the, the Gunners that yeah. this. I think they usually put in two teams. Yeah, um, so it's it's a good opportunity for those yeah. you know kids trying to break in the team to but step you, up and prove themselves. You'll also get to see our ACT under twenties. You might, even if you don't mind going down to court three and four, you might yep. even see our ACT under eighteens playing awesome. there as yep. well. Yep. Is so it you, is it this weekend? I think it is this weekend. Not next yep. weekend. Yeah. Oh, Australia Day weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's either this weekend or the next week. Don't quote yeah. us on that. We don't fact check on this podcast. <laughs> Plus, who know. knows when this episode's coming um, out? So who knows? Check your own calendars, people. People, we are expecting to return big a catch. Glenn Morrison. Do we have our Twin Towers back this year? Well, the, the signings that have been announced so far yep. on the, uh, the, the BACT social media is. Yep. Um, is a catch, Will? Yeah, yeah, Will and, Mayfield and Big Dog Morrison. Love so, that. um, and that's what you're talking about. That's that, a good that start. Call. That's, that's a great call. That's a great. That call. is a great call. But yeah, there, um, yeah, there, there, there's there's plenty of players that are mm. going to be interesting to see who turns out at the yeah. um, the Australia Day Carnival. And I've seen a little bit. Well, been doing. I don't want to act like I've been working with him full time. Done a little bit of work with bigger catch as well. I think he's in quite good nick. Relative to <laughs> some other physical conditions, I've seen him in. He seems love to be him. Yeah. yeah, love him. For those that don't know him, is the uh, the brother of uh, Sydney, Sw- oh, former Sydney Swans, yeah. now Port Adelaide footballer Alia Alia. Yeah, oh, there you go. Um, um, so just as tall, but you know, basketballer, skillful, skillful yeah. can shoot the ball, rebound Smart. hard, big, yeah. athletic. Yeah, um, coach to catch in the Gunners Academy team. Yeah, we won the state championship with Will. 
and Dahl and yeah. and, um, and uh, really hoping we get Dahl. This, this is year. this is his big opportunity to to really yeah. make it. You know, he he's just been through two crap years. Yeah, you know, he's mate, went went up from Gunners Academy into the Gunners. And yeah. has just had two disrupted seasons. Yeah. All right, can we please get a full season this yeah. year, please, COVID gods? And yeah. um, and and a catch, you know, this is this is a massive year for yeah. him. So looking a, forward a, to seeing a catch him play. would be one of the better offensive bigs in Waratah right now. Yeah, he's, without without doing much else, yep. he's fitter. Yep. and he's a little bit more dialed in yep. to the defense. Yeah, and he's comfortable with the scheme he's in. Dropping yep. back on the pick and roll, talking, being a little bit more switched on, helping people out. Yep, mate, he would, can shoot would, the ball. Would, would not be shocked to see NBL teams come knocking. Absolutely, him and Glenn is a one-two Absolutely. punch. Absolutely, yeah, I, he can shoot the ball. Yeah, but I love a catch when he doesn't just you know yeah. give that his first opportunity. He, does he attacks that rim. Yeah. and just can just dominate yeah. that inside the paint. Great as passer. Well. Yeah, great passer. Yep, yep. Got very good. The feel Gunners for the game. twin towers yep. are back. Mate, Glenn, I yep. remember playing the first time I played against Glenn a couple of years ago. I think it might have been been the CPL game, and he was taking it pretty easy. And uh, look, I pride myself on defense. Yeah, and I remember guarding him, and holy fuck! Yeah, not like much, he not moves. Much you can do like there, he's yeah. a big dude, yeah. but he moves. Like even if he gets the ball at the top of the key. Yep. He'll he'll get to the ring. Yeah, yeah. He will get to the ring. He's not he's not your usual big man. No, he's no, that no. he can move. He's, he's he, that 2022 big he's man. An yeah. 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 And I would love to see from Big Glenn some of that leadership coming through. Yeah. yeah he's been okay. in Gunners for a while now. Yep. Yeah. He's still he can come and go in games. He can get in foul trouble early and that really affects his mood. Yep. He can still get, you know. He's easy to throw off his game sometimes, a little bit like that. You want yeah. the senior players here. Mental, mental I, I think, Just I think be consistent. The, just I, be consistent. I think he's the best big. Yeah, he's going to be Waratah. the best big in Waratah. Yeah. Um, you know, I heard stories that he was, you know, being fettered by quite a number of other teams. Yeah. You know, Queensland Conference and stuff. But yeah. he, yeah, credit well. to him, you know, he, he decided to stay yeah. in Canberra and with the Gunners. And, yeah. um, you know, this is, yeah, this is his team. Yeah. And he can make it what he, what he wants. And yeah. he's, he, he's got... Good range, you know. Yeah. He's uh, he's got an amazing euro. Left, get to the basket. Yeah. Is it the left um, hand jump hook, right hand jump hook as absolutely. well? Absolutely. Yeah. Stay out of foul trouble. Yeah. You know, just work hard. Get those boards. Yeah. Get it out to his his boys. Yeah. You know, we got you got Will on the team. You know, Will. I love Will. Where do we start with yeah. Will? You know, I, I would describe <laughs> most Will. exciting players. He he, he, he plays Canberra. he plays heavy metal basketball. He is. Yeah. <laughs> Trade tough. <laughs> yeah. Mate, Will he, Mayfield. Mate. For those that don't know him, let's, we'll put, we're saying it now. Will Mayfield. Yeah. Um, if he's not MVP of the war, of the new NBL One East this year, yeah, there's going to be there's yeah. going to be some pretty good imports that have yeah. been brought in yeah. to play in some of the other teams. Yeah. He, um, because he's the most exciting player. Yeah. Since Anthony Petrie in Canberra, yeah. he's um, just that. a fucking wow. animal. That's a big. He's just a fucking. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big call, but I think probably true. <laughs> no, yeah. mate, I played I played a season with him at, at the Pork Swords in CPL, and yeah. he is it, just his athleticism is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, toughness, he, he will to win, strong, will to win. Yeah, yes. and yeah, and has that drive. Yes. He's yep. got a really good drive. Mm. He's been he's been working out. He's been working in the gym. I um, mate, he's been working the gym since he was twelve years old. <laughs> he's a rig. He's, he's a fucking. He's a fucking I remember playing against him like five years ago. Yeah. And I was like. He's pushing me around. I was like, <laughs> "Fucking hell, mate! Calm down." Yeah, he's a jig. He, um, I see. I follow um, 
a guy I went to school with, Tim Cornforth, he owns oh, a yeah. gym. Niche. Paddy Mills' cousin. Performance. Yeah, yeah, that'd be him. Yeah. He's got gym in, in Woden there and we'll, I see Will training in there or sometimes oh, be tagged in yeah, the NTP nice, yeah. Insta yeah. stories. Hey, that's what it takes. They got though. him in there yeah. doing bloody weighted Bulgarian, yeah. like plyo Bulgarian split squats and he, shit. I'm just like, yeah. that's where he gets his yeah. bunnies from. There you yeah. go. That's, that's what I That's them. what I used to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you? The bunny Bulgarians. You must have been doing them wrong, Dub. Yeah. <laughs> Year 12, I could fucking jump. I could jump. 2004, could I could jump. The, you could touch the rim. He did, downhill he did a lot there. of hip thrusts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the uh, no. mar- marriage savers. Actually, as I'll, I, don't know, I don't know if you boys, I don't know if you boys have the, ever had these. I, I, I legit, and if you don't believe yes. me, before you guys walk out of the duck and mold, I'll walk upstairs and get them. I still have them. I've got the the jump shoes. Yes, I remember with the and they've the got like the nugget the, at the front. Yeah, I still have them on East Bay or some shit. And like I only that. used them once, and it was uh, circa two thousand and four five. Yeah, they fucking worked. Okay, yeah, nice. I, I you were probably on the board. I was on, I was black. Backboard you were backboard slapping, slapping the shit out of it. Shit. Yeah, very Duncan in warm-ups. I was grabbing the net. What? Shit. Can I ask, Easy? what do you think of uh, Will as a shooter? Yeah, not I've, too I've bad. Yeah. If, if he was a bit more refined yeah, threes with good. shot selection I think well. this. I think the shot selection yeah. is the thing. Well, yeah, I shot, think, yeah. shot selection is part of shooting. But Deciding what is the ball. He hasn't got a lot of arc yeah. on it. I just like to see a little bit more arc. And it's a, an element of his game he can yeah. certainly work on. Off the dribble, you Can, know, pull up, step from, backs. From two know, coaches, next level. from two co- coaches. Question for you though: yeah. There's got to be a balance, right? Because he is very confident with the shot, yep. right? Which is great. You don't want to, yep. you know, you watch it, the Steph Curry's and all yeah. this sort of stuff. You've got to be very confident. How do you balance that with I, taking the right I shot? I think uh, we remember talking to uh, Adam Caporn about this. He said it's completely unrealistic for us to expect that every shot we take is going to be a good shot. Yeah. He used to say that if we can get four out of five, roughly 80% of what we would consider a good shot, that's okay. I, I can live with, you know, yeah. you feel good, whatever, you just pull up and transition, you jack it. But I, th- I think... For Wilk, he's so aggressive. Everything he does is aggressive. It's a will to win. Yep. He wants to dominate. He yep. wants to do the right thing for the team. But he doesn't um, – I wouldn't say he's maybe the most sophisticated basketball player there yet. Maybe just trusting your teammates, Yeah, you know what I mean? Having to – a little bit more faith in, I'll, I'll, I'll yep. give it up to yep. get it back. Yeah, yeah, second yeah, yeah. second yep. touch, yep. shoot on the second or third touch. Yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of other blokes that I'm looking forward to see, and, and we haven't heard any any other signings yet. But yeah. so you know, people well, in front of my mind, Dahl, um, Dahl, Dahl, yeah. yes. But first, I want to talk about Pietro, mm. MVP of yeah. the Premier ACT Premier League team. Yeah. He's my boy, Western you know, Dodgers. Boy. Yeah. Dodgers, Dodgers man had an outstanding season. Won Defensive Player of the Year and yeah. MVP. Yeah. Um, I think he averaged like. Maybe like twenty two and fifteen rebounds or yeah, something. Shit. And you know he's he's playing a three man in in in, yeah. in, in Siebel. He's he's not the biggest guy, but he's tell you what he's got he, the biggest heart. He he's, gets after it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, really. I hope I'm hoping mm. I haven't heard. I haven't spoken to him the last few weeks. So hopefully yeah. we'll see him at the Australia I've, Day tournament. I've heard great teammate. Great yep. leader, leader. And that, that's what they need. This team yeah. is a bit of leadership. Yeah. That's good. So that want to see Pietro in there. Yeah. Dahl is is you know he's come back from the states. We want to see him yeah. at his best. Is Reese K? Reese K. I've heard again. I've heard. I've heard. He's 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 keen. He's he's, yeah, he's coming he's back coming. from his injury. Yeah. And, um, yeah. He's, 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 his knees. He's getting. Yeah. He's getting into shape. So. Why, why I think Dahl's really important. A little bit of 
someone off the dribble, yep. get in the paint, drive, yep. kick, create a closeout, give us something to play off, yep. a little bit of pick and roll with the bigs. Yep. I love Millsy. Yep. Love Millsy. Great shooter. Millsy, he's smart. Yep. Takes Absolutely. care of the ball. He, he, he's very good in that, but he's not a super creative. Yep. You know, Dahl gives you that. Yeah, yeah he, he's going to turn it over two Correct. or three times, but and he's the in thing the about key, the, he's making play. Like, I, I think absolutely. the Gunners need a little bit of that. Yeah. The, th- the thing about Dahl, he plays his best with Will. Yes. They've played together for years. For years. Having those two, and a catch yeah. on the same team, Yeah, you know, you're not going to lose many games no. because they just have that, yeah. That that awareness, yeah. you know, that that you know, sort of that, that intangible kind of balance, balance each other out as well. Yeah, Strengths yeah. and weaknesses yeah. wise, Dar's very good on the ball. Will's great attacking a closeout yeah, spot, yeah, yeah. but catches great pick and pop. Glenn's great pick Just and roll. Together, so yeah. really, yeah. I think the starting five. Really strong, yeah. and that's what I mean. If, if we're just supplementing that with some of our good young local talent, we're going to be one of the better yeah, yeah. NBA One East. Teams. It's going to be a tough team to get into. We've we've yeah. got guys like Alec, Alex Archer, yeah. you know, stepping up. He's young got great Arch. length, can shoot yeah. the lights out. Coached uh, him and Darlin under 18s. Yep, yeah. you know we got Brody's still yeah, Brod. Be, you know Brody's got Brody's yeah. got he's going to be there. You know, talent. He's established, he's yeah. Another, you know, vet that we want to yeah. come in and, and keep bringing that culture. Yeah. Um, you know, Jack, Jared. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy C. Yeah. You know, with, there's a lot of guys that yeah. are going to be fighting for those sports. Yeah. I guess what I want to ask you guys, though, you know, we've got a lot of great local talent. Yeah. Do we bring in me someone, J Mac, a J, but some, <laughs> and maybe maybe I'm a non Canberra. Me in, coach. Yeah. No, I'm th- is there room for a um, you know? S- an NBL guy that's maybe at his end of his kind of career, and yeah. we've had so much success, you know, in the past from bringing these types of players into Canberra yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of their NBL careers. Yeah. Come down here, you know, and play a couple of seasons of Seabull. Yeah, but well, but, pe- but find it, but find a partner yeah. and have a couple of kids. Yeah, and breathe. Give it back and well, breathe. That's, that's part of the strategy. What yeah. you need to do. Not only do you need to bring a talented player, then you need to throw women. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll yeah. say this. No, just, but like, just dude, get one but, of them knocked up. What man. Petrie? What Petrie did? Like, yeah, it's got to be Pete. another basketball player, like yeah. Sarah Berry, and just you know, and get the family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I don't mind bringing in talent. Keezy, to answer your question, though, like as much as I feel like the success mm. of the program has to ride on the back of the locals that love playing for the jersey, yep. Yep. we also can't – I think it would be silly of us to just turn our back on the idea of like yeah. bringing in a bit of help, depending on where your strengths and weaknesses are in the yep. roster season can, to season. Because you might be like, great talent, but we're small as fuck. Yeah. We need yep. to bring in a bit can I, more. Can I throw a name out? But isn't it leadership, though? Yep. Like, who cares what, what yeah. position they end right. up It doesn't matter. Da- one name each, all right? One who, name. Who, who would you bring into the Gunners? Daniel Greeter. Daniel playing Greeter. for oh, Illawarra right now, coming off ACL, so he's not playing this year. Was yeah, a right. former AAS athlete, yeah. so he could come here, do his final stages of his rehab here in Canberra right. at AAS. Greeter, I'm happy to okay. put you back yeah. up in resis. You That's don't have good. to pay for accommodation. I got you there for free, my brother. <laughs> mm. we'll hook you up with a job. Mm. Yeah. But he, he'd you come in. cut in. some trees at Goldleaf? <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll, we'll, get, we'll get you <laughs> on the tools. As long as you pass the medical. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't need that knee problem when my work is gone. I would love to see the Gunners <laughs> hook up with Wollongong, like Illawarra. Well, that, we've been trying to do that yeah. for years, and... Um, it's kind of worked pretty well, but yeah. but Illawarra got, uh, got a team in the NBL one. Yeah, so it's kind and, of probably and, yeah, a little and bit a lot of those those guys out. who stay here. Yeah. You know the Frolings. Yeah. By the way, who's playing fucking sensational in the NBL right now, Samson? Yeah. Um, 
you know, they go play in fucking Queensland for fucking 80 grand, 100 grand a year yeah. in uh, MBO 1 North. You would have thought that the public service would have helped pull people here. Yeah, as but that well, means though. the boys have to work. Yeah. They'd rather yeah. just get paid to just bore. Yeah, you, copy. you two got a name for us? Yeah, I got a- one. Alex Giants. Oh, Giants, he's bringing back out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he seems pretty settled at Warrnambool, though. I love that dude. Giants, he's yeah. a legend. Yeah. Right? And then he could bring man. the missus over and he, she could play the Capitals he again. Embod- and Nicole. He embodied the Gunners culture when he was here. Yeah, was he just, loved like, it. Just yeah. got after it. Offensive rebounds, just worked hard. Yeah. He loved yeah. it. Shouts, yeah. shouts to my boy. i got a lot of time yeah, for Giants. Nice. My name, because I think he's getting towards the end of his NBL career, and he's a Canberra boy. But I think it might be hard to pull him back from the West Coast. Is yes. Jesse Wagstaff? Wags. Wags. That was mine too. Does he even does he even still he, say that he's from Canberra? Probably hey, not. He's been he, in he's, for a he's long a time. former Canberra Gunner. He yeah, played one game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. He's, and, and if you Mate, go I grew by up averages, playing with him. Yeah, yeah he, he's actually the all-time Canberra Gunners points leader or something. <laughs> yeah. by, by in averages, average. but he yeah, played one game. I think he scored about 35 <laughs> points or something. Hey, there and then he was off to the NBL for 13 straight seasons. Yeah. On the West six Coast. And yeah. six rings. Yeah. And well, I think he, come he, back, Jess. Come, he, come back to the Gunners. Yeah. He, he plays in Wobble. Is it NBL 1 West? Is that what it is over oh, there now? I'm sure, Whatever. He's, I'm sure he's getting he plays, paid yeah, bucket loads. Because in Wobble, they've got yeah. a bit of money yeah, okay. know, over there. So. Yeah, it's long um, odds, but yeah, maybe if, if, if you, you never want, know. If you, if you listen to the right call, Canberra, if you're listening to this, Jess, listen. Yeah. He, he, when he up. finishes up his NBL career, he I know he's got an engineering degree. Yeah. he might want to use that. Mate, I'll grab him. him I'll put him. I'll, I'll get him on the Lendlease books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we can get him on an engineer, get him yeah. an engineering gig. Yeah, build some bridges for us. Anything's possible. And he seems to be still in good nick. I'm keen NBL fan. He's still getting up and down. Yeah, yeah. I know we've we've been running for a while, but. We're going to finish this off with a draft, but before we do that, you ha- you started a petition. Yes. Yep. Now, so this give was, us a bit of background. I, I, just, I, just, I didn't August start the last petition. year? Yeah, I didn't start the petition. What, yeah. what we've done is, um, so we're, we're, the, the backstory is the, the, the Dodgers, we've got five different courts in five different schools that we're trying yeah. to use because they demolished the Western, uh, the, the, the Woden Basketball Stadium about five, six years ago. And Sad days. So we're, I remember um, that place. We don't have anywhere to play and we're Hard using force. these crappy old school courts in different places and... Um, and and so we did a we did a facilities audit and we've presented that to um, Minister for Sport Yvette Berry and um, and uh, it, you know they've given us a few sort of olive branches but you know there's going to be a court in Garen Primary built in three years or something and maybe we can get some new rings but what we need in basketball in Canberra is is a new stadium yeah. like you know. Uh, Twenty years ago, we needed. Twenty years ago, we needed it, but it's now it's just ridiculous. We we don't have any courts to to play. We've got, you know, we've got four hundred kids in our club that and you know the, we, we don't have growth, to put them. The and growth of the sport as well. So you would be. It's going this. nuts. It's going, it's going nuts. nuts with Paddy and the success of the Capitals. You know, it it, mm. it just doesn't make sense to me because, you know. We're an inclusive male, female, multicultural sport that is well suited to Canberra. It's a bloody cold yeah. place to play in winter. Mm. You know, indoor sports actually work, yes. and we can play year round. You know, we're, with the right so facility. much going good. Why there's wouldn't no... why wouldn't we want to get behind it? And and we've got this great culture of basketball yeah. in Canberra as well. Yeah. yeah, you know, what what do we actually need to do to actually make the decision makers wake up and go? All right. 
this is a sport, this is a good community sport that yeah. is worth getting behind and supporting. Yeah. Now, I don't know what happened in the past with, you know, w- whether there's been government money being given to different things that haven't been utilised well. I don't know. That's the past. Yeah. The future, the kids at the moment that are growing up playing basketball in Canberra are playing in second class, often dangerous stadiums. They're slippery, they're deteriorating, they're, you know, these they got supports that are bolted into the, these bloody old brick walls, which are yeah. non-compliant. Yeah. Um, and and, you and know, who's, doing, who's doing the maintenance doing about safety checks? Oh, yeah. maybe oh, we yeah. can give you a new ring or something, mm. you know. Mm. Like, so your, your club did Come an on. audit of your five yep. training facilities. Yep. None of those facilities Nothing. are up yeah. to standard. None, none of them are of com- competition standard. We can't play a game in any of them. No. Um, you know, we, 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 we don't hold trainings in at least three of them for our JPL teams because the floor's are too, teams, too, yep. too, too slippery, you know, too dangerous to, for, for, yeah. for the elite teams to play on. And the two courts we are using, you know, that the oh, wobbly rings and yeah. you know, that sort of stuff. So... You know, we'd like to see some investment in, in the stadiums that we've got, you know, mm. just to bring them up to a decent standard. Yeah. But, you know, what we need is, is some new courts. We need some new facilities, mm. whether that's building the, you know, the extension to Belconnen that we've been waiting for for 20 years. And I know your old man, Whitey, yeah. you know, did a lot for, you know, yeah. we're, we're designed ready to go when yeah. he was president. Yeah. And he got bloody booted off that bloody committee. I don't know yeah. what that story was, but didn't sound too right for me. We had, you know, plans ready to go. And I think that the government sees this. You know, chopping and changing and different things and people coming and going and yeah. infighting and that sort of stuff. And they go, this is not a sport that we want to support. Yeah, So I, I feel like now we're on the right track. We've got good people running the office. You know, we, we've got a supportive community. We've got a growing sport. Yeah. Come on, government, just get behind it and let, let, let's, 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 let's really, you know, grow this sport in Canberra up to its potential. So, so Geezy, would you prefer to see say, a few smaller stadiums around the city and say you've got a Gungahlin one, something something down south, something We, we definitely central. need something on the or south side that's better. South side needs something. Or do you something. think it would be yeah. one one mega stadium that's like oh, well, 12 wouldn't that be good? something? And, like, and what, maybe what put it around better? the lake or something, you know, yeah. and in the middle of the city and keep everyone happy. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great solution? Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's, there's some blocks of land, you know, around Mawson and stuff. You know, yeah. there'd be a good good place to do. You know, somewhere around Woden would be perfect. Yeah. So you know, for, it, it's going to be on a tram line. Mm. Yeah. So you know, it's, clar- it's, clarification: the the Belconnen Stadium. Yeah. Is that who's that that land that's there? The land out the back Who? is owned by Basketball ACT. You got gifted to it by the government. Okay. But that we just don't have the capital so that's, funding that's, if to you're build looking the at the stadium, stadium it's the one on the, on the left, left the car park that's, yeah, yeah the that dirt car park, your car park if yeah. It yeah. that we're paying rates on okay. mind you yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. and for for a, because we can't afford so they, to bloody build a stadium there so yeah. eight, stupid so and now they're talking about selling that land yeah. to put a roof over the outdoor yeah, courts no, that's that a bad idea the, the government that's gave a them a million idea. bucks you know, a couple of years ago to build outdoor 3 on 3 courts it's not what we need do they own that block of land, the stadium land, and the three-on-three yeah. court land—they yeah. own that whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we so don't, and we, well, that's the problem. We don't own any other courts in Canberra now. No. But from because they had to sell the, the Tuggerong Stadium, uh, yeah. so most of the money to that get out of the basketball debt. ACT yeah. raises goes on rents. Yeah. So yeah. one of the courts, one of the things that has gone through my mind over when we talk about this is, uh, and this might be a great idea, and I'm going to take credit for it, and I want to be involved if it does happen, but. Getting involved with a developer that um, you could benefit both sides of the cause. Yes. Is that something that's been yeah. discussed where you could go, okay, 
Um, it's certainly been discussed with my mates. Be, <laughs> well, but, but shout like, out to Jimmy. Like, but like, <laughs> but it's, you know, that it's the way yeah. the world works, yeah. right? Yeah. So somebody that wants to build something, they want to make money from it, yeah. right? So if you were to go, okay, over the top of this grand stadium yeah. that we're going to build, we're going to put 300 apartments on top of it, you know, give us the land and then we got to look we'll at all those you, options. We'll build you this stadium underneath. And we've got to come up with innovative, you know, solutions I, I think to building new new facilities, my, new infrastructure. The government's not going to do it for us. Then, all right, let, let's get the grow correct. grow con. Let's, well, let's get the lend leases together and let's work out how so we can do it. If, if there's a bit, if there's a big company out there that wants to yeah. get behind a great community sport, yeah, it's, it's come on, so come on, let's have a chat. Is, this is the the one thing that I would say is short term, especially for basketball camera, because I'm sure they're listening, is do not give the land up. Hold no. on to it. That Do is not the most prized fucking possession Do not in, sell it. in Canberra, let alone Australia at the moment. The land's hold worth on more than a roof over hold, three and three Hold points. on to yeah. that. Fucking hold Christ. on to that. Jesus and Christ. let's figure it out. Exactly. But there are a lot of options there. Exactly. Don't? There are a lot of options. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, um, that's a very, very valuable I mean, asset. E- e- even compare it to like Dandenong, right? So Dandenong, it's, it's a multi, you know, there's a physio in there. Yep. There's a fucking massage. There's a recovery center yeah. around there. Like make it a multi, as you said, apartments. Probably easier to get a property developer in if you say you can go and build twenty apartments. Here. Well, I mean, but like even if it's commercial, if right? right? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I make, don't want to say, I don't want to say, space. I don't want to say that it's that you know, GeoCon come in and put yeah. four hundred apartments on it. Maybe it is a lend lease that comes in and yeah. goes, okay, well, we can put commercial space on top yeah. of this mm. and actually, you know. Yeah. The, other, the other thing we have to think about is it's not just basketball. It's every indoor yeah. sport in Canberra yeah, at the right. moment. If, so maybe the solution's a multi-sport stadium. Yeah, correct. 100%. It has a, you know, a bit of netball. So it has a bit of futsal. It has yeah. a bit of volleyball. Yeah. You know, in gymnastics, whatever. 100%. You know, everyone's crying out yeah. for courts at the moment. 100%. You know? yeah, I, do, I do think that the government doesn't like, doesn't want another facility that they need to They manage. have to like run. If the government no, exactly. builds it yeah. and it's their asset... It's they've yep. now built something that's not worth anything yep, to them, exactly. and they need to continue to pump money in to maintain it. So I yep. do feel like if there was a yep. proposal put to them for a public-private partnership, yep. where there yep. was some private investment to yep. say like, okay, AC government, here's what's going to happen: we want it, we're going to build it, yep. we'll own it, we'll maintain it. It's yep. going to be our facility. You just give us the land. It's the it most on. logical solution. It's the easiest yep. one for AC yep. government because yep. all they got to do is go. Here's a patch of dirt. Well, you re- guys re- do what you want, but, but they don't own. But basketball can't That's already own done. That dirt. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. done. No, but it doesn't have to be basketball. No, but uh, what I'm saying is that the AC, the AC government doesn't need to be involved now, right? No, so no, if no. They he, he's saying that, a new. No, not I'm, a saying a, I'm saying. Yeah, a, he's I saying another. Facility. I don't feel the patch of dirt that yeah. AC basketball owner Belcon is big enough. If you want to have one no, stadium, it's going to give you a few more courts. It's got to be another solution. I think there has to be. It's part of the solution. It needs to be a whole plan for. I don't agree. I know this. I don't agree. I don't yeah. agree. Do you? Is it Civic Pool? What you're thinking of? No, that's where the Raiders are going to build. He's he's my I don't he's I don't my ag- idea. I don't agree that it's not big enough though. Well, let it let him have his. He's idea. my idea. Let me let me just pitch this to you, okay? Right. I thought this out. So, because uh, it can align with what AC government are currently mm. trying to do, right? So, yep. um, the oval, the so okay. So let me take it back. The Lynham Sports Precinct. Yep. It's already known as this, right? The Lynham Sports Precinct. You got you got the netball. You got the yep. hockey. Got the tennis, soccer, yeah. right? You've also got a lot of just o- the, the uh, soccer ovals and stuff there. Give me the one on the corner of Northbourne and Ellenborough Street, that oval there, right on the corner of yeah, Northbourne yeah. Avenue. Yeah, yeah. Diagonally opposite Dixon. Mm, yeah, mm. 
build a multi-court mm. arena yeah. that has the ability to do a range of different things. On yeah. transport got, infrastructure, right on the tram line. Yeah, next to the white rail, diagonally it's opposite It's too valuable. They, you know, some developer's going to give them 10 times as much yeah. and they don't have to you know, this put, is put any money into it. This Ga- is for the community. Going into exactly. an election, though. Going into an election, is, saying you're going to do that, though, you're going to win a lot of votes. Saying, we thought oh, that we, we turned down a property developer we, and we're going to give it to fucking... We thought that last... And, and we were told by Basketball ACT, there's an election coming up, there's going to be an announcement, and there yeah. wasn't. But and so, so what do we do now? What's the next step? I, I'll tell you what the next step is for me, is take it take it out of the guessing game. Like, don't don't mm-hmm. rely on the government. Like, no. surely, surely the, have the development say they have to approve. There's an approval. It's got to have government support. Sorry, government sorry, support. from yeah. an approval point of view. But if they don't own the land, they can they can yep. create a development application yep. that they can mm. do whatever the fuck they want. Yep. What this what Keezy's saying is that they keep getting promised something as long yeah. as the zoning from the government. Already instead, there. how about? They take control of it and go. Okay, I'm going to partner I, I with think the private what, side of what things. We I think that's what needs to happen. I think waiting for AC government to come to the party is not going to happen. Yeah, they've been sitting on that fucking land for yeah. how long? Yeah, how long? What we recommended in our facilities audit is that we get a, a working party together, you know, with a couple of different sports and government reps, sit down, and we'll work out the best model. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and and work out the you know how we're going to operate this and where it's going to be. Yeah. And let's put together a good business plan to yeah. actually make this thing work because the community is shouting out for it in Woden. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and, and, and we've got to, and, and it's a bit of an old misconception that Woden is a is an older sort of no, low growth area, but it's, no. you're in all the Western Creek yeah. areas going, but all the, the new nice. families are sort of taking yeah. over these older sort of houses. Where I live in Farrah, yeah, you know, it's young, it's young families moving in. It yeah. would make sense yeah. to do it somewhere in the Woden area. Mm. There's still a lot of just. Yeah. Open space mm-hmm. that could be utilised. And Woden there. is the middle of Canberra. Yeah, it's yeah. geographically it's and the centre. And yeah. we're building, you know, spending millions of dollars to put a tram yeah. out there. You might as so well connect it. Keezy, Keezy, yeah. I'm a local basketball fan. I yep. want everything we've just talked about. I agree with. Awesome. What are some concrete functional steps yep. that I can take to help? Who do I need to talk to? Is it Basketball ACT? Oh. Is it my local member? Yeah, well, like, well sh- shout out to you know Emma Davidson from the from the Greens who yeah. put put this issue forward at the election, and she got a new stadium at Woden put on the parliamentary agreement okay. between the La- Labor and Greens. Yeah, so she's a minister in the government, and but she's fighting the fight. Um, but I think it's the other side of that coalition that needs to be convinced, yeah. um, particularly the Minister for Sport. Um, you know, yeah. she's doing great things. Don't, for, for don't, don't talk bad about the Liberal Party, no, J-Max here. No, no, we, that, no, we, no, no that's, she's Labor, the, the okay. government. Sorry, so, um, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and, do, and do, doing a great job. And they've been, you know, ACT government have, have done an awesome job over the last couple yeah. of years. I get, like our local keep, Keeping our, yeah. our city afloat. And, and you know, and, but what we're saying is a basketball community, you know, we have these clear yeah. pressures on our sport at the moment. Yeah. We need to grow because we're turning away kids at the moment. Yeah, which is um, ridiculous. I, I want every kid that comes in and says, comes up to me and says, I want to play basketball. Yeah. All right, go. I've got a spot for you on a team. Yeah. At the moment, I don't. Yeah. So make your voice heard, I think is what you're saying yep. as well. And, yep. and and talk to the powers that be. Yep. Make them, let them know it's, it's gonna, facilities. It's, Specifically, it is facilities. There's going to be some stuff like, happening. It this sounds year, like it's time to yep. build Goldleaf Arena. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 
chuck it in. Oh, gold leaf, the Gold Leaf Sounds Group good. Arena. Well, I think uh, right. now would be a good time for a little pee break. Maybe I'm just speaking yeah. for myself, yeah. personally. Do you want me to press pause? And then we're going to finish up with the draft. Would have loved to get into Sounds the good. Vietnam swong. I do. Uh, I Beige- do. I the do. Beijing bombers. Oh, I did another podcast about the Swannies, so you can go, okay. go listen to the Vietnam Swans yeah. podcast for that. Yeah. We, we'll be right back. No, you keep talking. All right, we're back. Look, I've just caught everyone off guard. It's freaking everyone out. We've got, we've got, we have a lot happening. So yeah. we have Kyrgios playing in the background. He's he's looking to come back against world number two. Um, we've convinced Keezy to have one more drink and we've opened up another, well, it's about another bottle of whiskey. time you offered one of your own. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. It is. Mate, oh, that's what I came here for, to taste, mate, taste some of your, your rare whiskeys. He's, he's a fucking tight ass, I tell you. He's <laughs> oh. never, the, all the podcasts we've done, he's never offered me a whiskey once. <laughs> Sorry, do you want to go to my recycling bin from the ones that we did over the weekend where we had the $200 bottle of that we finished off? I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't recall. Hey, Chris. So, so what am I drinking out? Yeah. yeah, what are we drinking there, Dougie? Um, yeah, what well, we here? Jamie, you got it. It says, well, you, I, I'm just going to read the label, Ooh. the gospel. So it's the gospel. So it's going to be a little bit of a different taste. Yeah. So it's a, it's a rye whiskey. It's a rye whiskey. Yeah. So a rye whiskey is um, usually whiskey usually that. more of a, an American whiskey. It's a little bit different of a, a palate that you'll get there. Oh, sorry, a so different it's, flavor. It's a bit palate. higher on the tongue. Yeah. Yes. But um, it's another... <laughs> It's a, it's another <laughs> it's another it's, it's that's another good, that's good whiskey there, Keezy. Good. It's, it sits a bit higher on the tongue. Oh. It's like when I was talking about the government. I just pretend like I knew what I was saying. It's yes. Definitely an Uber um, tonight. <laughs> but the um, it's another Victorian whiskey, and it is good. It's Lovely. called the Gospel. Yeah. I've got um, before we get because we're about to go into a draft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got two two other things. One thing I picked up just when I was just. Searching all things um, Keezy. And I, I've never picked this up, but Western Creek Woden Dodgers. So it's WCWD. Yeah. Yep. Do you need the Woden in there? Talk to me. Yeah. Oh, Why? Yeah. Woden's where it's going to be Western at. Creek Woden's and the city Western of the future. Mate, yeah. Western Creek and Woden are two different areas. Yeah, I know. So just pick one. Why, yeah, yeah. why are you taking over everything? Because well, there isn't another Woden. Because we're claiming do, our Do you know territory. what you could call don't, it? Don't you, you Vikings boys, <laughs> don't even think about moving in on yeah. any Mate, of those, those a, Western Creek or Woden I'm areas. a Norse boy through and through. <laughs> we're very clear with where we are, the North. Personally, I feel... You guys are bouncing around I reckon bit. the Dodgers could get a little bit more gangster and capitalise on your geographical location within the city and call yourself... South Central Dodgers. I reckon that sounds <laughs> yeah. good. But I, I did actually find that kind of funny. I've never picked up because yeah. you always say you're playing WCWD. You know Dodgers are the oldest club in, in, yeah. in Canberra. No, yeah. ever ready is. No, no. The Dodgers are the first um, from Brian Franklin history. Yeah. You know, Shit. Brian, Brian's been um, been doing very well in recording the history of the yeah. uh, of Canberra basketball and um, the great Dodgers man. So they go right back. But, yeah, they, they moved out to – out to um, Western Creek, Woden sort of area, I think probably around the 80s or something. And So is that why you – did you get involved with them purely because no, of location? Or I, 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 I came saying, here and um, started playing with – because, you know, started playing with the Gunners. Were you and a West like, oh, you, you play with the Gunners, you got to play Premier League. In the, yeah, that so was Jerry like, Lee. Right. You can thank Jerry yeah, Lee thanks for that Jerry, fucking so thing. I, was, yeah. you know, the, I Premier, started, Premier I started one, playing – Premier yeah. One was fucking tough. It was good when yeah. Keezy was yeah, here because I was used to be good. young. Yeah. I was playing in Div is. One. Mate, Joel I was Richardson Div 1 too. and I, Joel yeah. Richardson and I, were the youngest players in Div One yeah. at the time. And I remember playing against Keezy, yeah. playing against Paul Demon. 
I got dunked on by fucking Petrie and Dip. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't actually didn't mind. Well, well but, it's a good uh, comp, and but it, back in the day, it had all the cannons playing in it as yeah, well. Yeah. So there's you know, if you go way back, there's a lot of great stories. Well, Dip one used to be comp, awesome. So. My yeah. my the first time I played against Keezy. So keep in mind, you sort of go into Gunners, little bit yeah. idolized Keezy. And uh, I knew he had a bit of, you know, he likes to talk. And um, I, I sort of got on at the end as we we're up by 20. We were on a very good Ramblers team. And uh, Keezy's guarding me. Tried to give him my, my patent spin, which he oh, was yeah. like, I'm having none of that. Give me the ball. <laughs> and had a had a bit of a go at the ref as in like, oh, that's a foul. Keezy's just shouted at me. Fucking stop whinging. <laughs> and like just shouted right in my face. And when I when, when you're 17 years old, you're like, oh, oh, oh shit. shit. And then I came back to the bench, you know, red face. I'm angry. But old man's like, what's wrong? I said, oh, fuck. You know, I have a foul. I'm on a dog. You know, Keezy shouted in my face. He's like, stop whinging. <laughs> stop whinging. Thanks, He's fuck. not wrong. He's yeah. not fucking wrong. Mark was never but gonna say as, as he said no. that would have been so Zlatty and Zonny were playing for uh, Southern Cross. Yeah, yourself, me, me and Betty, you and Dodgers, Betty yeah. playing for Dodgers. Ramblers, we had Peach, Peach. NJ, yeah. Eastie, yeah. Arena, Corsa, yeah. Jensen. That's the, peak Div one. Yeah. Yeah. Norse is good, like yeah. Richard. We had, we had Russ, mate. We had Joel Richardson. No, we didn't have Joel. Joel was Joel was um, West. 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 We had we had we had Dan Richardson. We had Rusty. We had Brownie. Yeah. Um, we and had Queenbian was team. Mitch Rogers, Miller, Lacey, yeah. Yeah. T- uh, Big and Kelly, and yeah. Kelly, Zonny, yeah. Zlatty. Yeah. I remember. Zlatty, yeah. I remember one of the first games I played in your uh, Div One, and I, I played against Ramblers, and your dad was coaching, and Peach was playing, and I think he posted me yeah. up or just did some real bad to me. <laughs> Peach, and, and your Peach was a bad your it meant nothing to Peach because he just posted up a nobody. But your your dad, because I think he was coaching me in juniors, <laughs> and he's just acted like MJ going, welcome to Div 1. <laughs> it's like, fucking calm down, mate. Fuck, I'm 15 years old, champion. <laughs> he, he did take a certain pride in, you know, Peach. Peach got there a little bit later, but like Eastie, NJ, yeah. Corsa. You had a good Simon call. Jansons. We had Brad yeah. Williams. Oh, we had, yeah. we had shout out to well. Wazza as well. Sean Warren. Yeah. We had we had yeah, Waz yeah, on, yeah, on North as yeah, well. Great bloke. Yeah. yeah. We used bloke. to have a lot of Barneys with Ram. But it's actually. a great comp and it's still going really well. And it's yeah. great to have the NBA Academy yeah. slash um, yeah. basketball Center COE excellence. guys yeah. um, playing in that comp. It's you know it's it's a little bit embarrassing when they're smacking every team by fifty points. Yeah, but um, you know m- maybe it might be okay for them you know to, yeah. to spread maybe that talent around I, and and I, strengthen the full league. I think it That's works what they better used to do. when yeah. they spread them out. Yeah, That's what they yeah. used to do. They're also, I'll tell you this: knowing, we used to have Brad Newley on our team. Yeah, yeah. knowing the boys. Sometimes they don't like being coached no. by Marty and Robbie no. all the time. They want to. Sometimes yeah. I just want to get. 25 shots up on yeah. a Wednesday night and not have to worry about getting back on defense yeah, exactly. and doing all those fucking yeah, things yeah, that they get yeah, on my yeah, ass about. So exactly. you want, you want they, to see the Div 1 kind of be like the Summer Slam. Yeah, yeah. but it's a credit to the NBA Academy's COE. They, they let the, the boys play in the under-19 yeah. comp with the club yes. teams. You know, uh, The developing boys. Yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to the Summer guy. Slam season. I reckon yeah. Summer Slam is one of the best things basketball yeah. ACT have done. It was good fun, just wasn't it? Just yeah. that short season and there's a draft. Yeah. And there's all, I reckon it's a great concept. It is, yeah. we got to launch coming up I think yeah. um, Pete, Pete, Peter Herrack was we, telling me the other day we've got a uh, he was happy a, with his a guy Stephen 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 Bradbury 
Way, I think it is. Like Steve Way. X-I-E. Steve Way is in who used to play for Utah? As in he plays for the Chinese under-19 national team. And he's at the academy now. His name's Steve? Well, it's not really, but his Western name is Stephen. Right, yeah. And, um, yeah, they do a, a, a shooting drill at the end of training. They'll take, like, 10 threes off 10 different actions, like coming off a flare, pin down, hand off, whatever it is. Saw him go 91 of 100 the other day. Wow. Sounds, sounds like a young J-Mac. <laughs> I, was just, I was just like, oh, that's a level of basketball talent yeah, I'll never re- know. Range game, <laughs> I've never loved your mate, game. I had, I had no game. You're one of, you're one of, the f- f- you're one of my favourite players to coach, man. You yeah. loved your game. He Toughness did. and just getting after that ball. Just mm. no no frills basketball. Really There's nice. definitely no frills. I loved it, but it, I... Really, bleached blonde hair. I, I, had to, I had to bleach blonde <laughs> hair. I was totally reliant on the fact that I had a shell big, necklace. A motor. <laughs> Uh, shell, if I could wear a shell necklace in a basketball game, I would have. <laughs> well, en- enough of reminiscing I've got, I've about got, our I've own. Got one more. Oh, sorry, because yeah, I think go. we need to do this for our future guests. Because yeah. I was, I was, I was looking up Keezy and I was just finding different bits of information, and it randomly popped up with your Twitter account. Right, and he's a great so, follow. So I, I took the five minutes it took to just. I don't know if there's a tricky way of doing this. I'm new to Twitter, no. but you to get to the bottom of the tweet tweets. Where it's your first ever tweet. Do you know what your first ever tweet first was? First ever tweet. And do you know? Like, do you know when you entered? I'm not the, a heavy the Twitter user. I haven't. I haven't done it, much is tweeting the, is the, the last Twitter few years. So you, when you, I was overseas, I used to yeah. do a bit. Yeah. Is it yeah. something about the Austro-Asia? So uh, you, your first tweet was on the 29th of December 2009. Ooh, that's that's old Twitter's yeah, old just school. when it started. Yeah. Yeah. I like to get in things when they first yeah. start. Yeah. So early investor. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he's in the duck and mole. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going places. So, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. It's like us and NFTs. We're oh, the next big thing. Yeah, we're on the up. Um, so, your first one was my, it, it must have been a video because it was called My Dog Jumped in a Pool and Committed Suicide. And I went to click on it, and then I realized I was on my work computer. I was like, I'm not going to click on it. <laughs> So I went to your next tweet. Oh, was that the, uh, the the blog that I used to keep in China? I don't know. So I used to keep this blog in when I was living in China, and there was this there was this article in the um, in the China Daily, this English language newspaper. It, it was just like this weird sort of takeout, something crazy that happened in you know some province or something, and yeah. it was just this really wild sort of. I don't know who the editor was, but. You'd read it and it was like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. So I'd <laughs> yeah. sort of retype it out and put it on this blog. And it probably had like two people that actually read it. I might, might have retweeted well, it. Well, mate, you've, you're know. about to have another three well, because all go, our yeah. listeners are listening there and they're go. all going to click on it. What did it say? Um, well, I went to click on it and then it said, are you sure you want to click on it? And I realised <laughs> I was on my no. work computer no. and I went, oh, geez, I'm going to the next tweet. Yeah, right. So you've got two more tweets that I that I copied and pasted. Yeah. And I just want to talk about them because they're very they're linked. So your next tweet was on the thirtieth. Thirtieth, uh, very nice thirty five um, something lunch buffet at Magal's Pakistani restaurant. Happy to say the waiter didn't drop anything on us. We gave him <laughs> we gave it to him though. <laughs> One zero, and then your next tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then your next, and then your next, and then your next tweet was, "Fuck, I love the Beijing buffet culture." <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know. I just a quick spiel. Oh, Wait, talk me through Beijing buffet culture. Well, yeah. um, you know, 
going when you're living in in, in I've done two postings, two have, Beijing yeah. and, and Hanoi. We skipped over um, that in your timeline. That's all right. It was good, good, good. They weren't basketball. That, that's related. for part two. That's for part two well, when you come back. That's part two. Yeah, you can go and listen to the, the the AFL Asia podcast or something and find out about my life as a, a, an international footballer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, it, in Beijing on Sundays. They, all the big hotels in town have these um, all-you-can-eat, all-you-can-drink buffets. Right. So you go to like the Marriott Intercontinental and, and they just, you know, for like 60, 70 bucks, 80 bucks back then or whatever it was now, you can just have this, eat whatever you want and drink whatever you want and just yeah. have a... You're so right. all the yeah, expats go to these nice, get a, a bit of a dress. Quite, we- quite westernised. Just a quite, Sunday just, session. Yeah, just yeah. a just Sunday session. You get a lot of locals to go to them as well. So, um, But, yeah, that's that's the buffet culture. Everyone, yeah. everyone has buffets in Beijing because it's – yeah, just – Eat as much as you want. Yeah. And, and you, Mate, if you're tweeting about it, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I'm in. Pay, I'll just keep giving it to you. Yeah. yeah. And so you were in China, your wife. Yeah, three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We both worked in China at the embassy and yeah. uh, for three years, 2007 to 2010 over the Olympics. Yeah, nice. Which was good fun. And then we went back to um, Vietnam 2014. So. Yeah. Were you, you the, speak were you Chinese? The, were you the tallest person? Can you speak person? Mandarin? Well, which one? Yes, you can. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yes, you can. I think, uh, I think he's, he's a culture sorry. man. This is why he's not Western Sydney. Sorry. No one in fucking Western Sydney can say that shit. I actually. There's stand, a lot of Chinese no, no, people no, no, in Western no, no. Sydney. You're wrong. True. Mate, true. I'm going to take you to Western Sydney. You do. Yeah, no, to Cabramatta. You need to open your eyes, you champion. One, one four boys, mate. They'll yeah. look after you. <laughs> mate, the one four boys, I'm all about them. The pollies. The polies love them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Living in Vietnam Li- must have been dope, though. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Barn yeah, me yeah. rolls every day. Oh, no, no, not fur. Yeah, you eat the fur. Yeah, the, the yeah. Fu- it, fur or pho? Oh, fur? Mate, it's, it's fur. fur. Come on. It's, Come on, man. It's, it's, it I knew that. Fur. I was just testing you. That's good. It's, um, yeah, no, we we had this little, little this old bloke out there, you know, the people just making fur all over the place. Yeah. You know, little side, side stalls and, you know, Heaps of fur. Your house, you convert it into a fur restaurant. And it sounds, it sounds like Whitey's weekend at Moosehead. Yeah, Heaps of fur. Twenty five thousand dong, you yeah. know, which was that sounds yeah. like my weekend actually. Yeah, Lots of dong. <laughs> <laughs> well, twenty thousand is one dollar, so it's yeah. like dollar twenty for a bowl of fur. Yeah. And we, you know, you you go there at um, you know ten o'clock in the morning for a you know a bit of a feed or whatever, twelve o'clock, whatever, and midnight. That's the beauty yeah, of fur, right? You can eat it any time of the day. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, yeah. and, just, and, and they're always serving it. Um, then the old bloke would, you know, pull out and give me a little sneaky you know, rice wine and be yeah. like, you know, 8.30 in the morning beautiful. before work or something. Just like, beautiful. Hey, come on. Cheeky heart starter. <laughs> beautiful. Were you the biggest <laughs> person they'd ever seen? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. And you must have been the giant, the most biggest yeah. human they've ever seen in Vietnam. Beijing wasn't too bad because you get a lot of the taller sort of northern Chinese guys and pretty westernised kind of city. Yeah. But Hanoi, uh, particularly you go to the provinces and stuff, um, you know, you sort of walk in the supermarket and you turn around and there's like three or four kids trying to take a photo of you. <laughs> <laughs> this big white. Fuck. Look at the oh, size man. of this big guy. But 
But, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it was good times. Yeah, no, good good blokes there. Yeah. You and, seemed um, like you were enjoying yourself footy. on social media. Anyway, yeah. I was following you, and you yeah. became mate. Listen to the tweets. Yeah, I can keep reading them if you like. And you were like, and I was like, I didn't even know Keezy was into AFL, and you like started this. If you have the opportunity to overseas to Asia, you know, live. You were working for AFL Asia though. Oh, I wasn't working volunteer. but president of AFL Asia for three years or two two years and. Um, Vietnam Swans uh, yeah. footy club as well so we're trying to grow the sport over there play play, play Aussie rules in Asia and I play basketball in Australia uh, <laughs> Listen, high, high humi- hold on high hold humidity on. Hold I've, on. Played, I've played football honestly in probably in about 15 different countries we need clarity I, I don't care if this pod goes for four hours I need <laughs> I need clarification if people man. drop out yeah. fuck so them, when, back to when it. you say that you were trying to promote AFL in yep. Vietnam. I'll just grow the sport. Bit, yeah. Get get more sorry. people playing it, locals playing it. How how yeah. did that begin? How did how did you oh, how did you before. link with AFL? Did that happen before you left yeah. Australia and you were like, I want to take this sport overseas? Or what uh, what happened? I went to, went to Beijing and um and, and found the Beijing Bombers. Um, so that was a club. You've always been a Bombers I've man. always been a big Bombers fan. I go to Beijing and there's a club, the Beijing Bombers. And, yeah. you know, there's a couple of guys at the embassy that are playing and um, Daryl Hoffman. And there was, a, there was a bit of a local development program going there. Melbourne, Melbourne Footy Club were um, trying to get into Tianjin, the big Chinese city just yeah. near Beijing. And um, was, um, sponsoring this, uh, this program, this guy, Andrew Sowich, good mate, Sanger. He's... Um, he, they were supporting him to 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 be the first AFL development officer yeah. in, in China, and um, so he got a bit of a university program going, and, and got a lot of Chinese kids involved in the game. Which now are those kids are sort of running the sport in China, um, and um, yeah, we we had an annual game against the Shanghai Tigers. And yeah, Bombers versus Tigers rivalry was massive. Did, and wow. did the D's did the D's play a? Uh, was it a preseason game? There? Yeah, they went over. Yeah. They came over, and, and Fev Fev came over with like, Melbourne versus Brisbane. Infamous. <laughs> oh, the Fev! Uh, plenty of stories there to tell. Jeez, did, um, you, did you get a chance to have a beer with the Fev after? Had, had a beer with Fev. Have a beer, had yeah. a beer with many of the beer, Melbourne guys. Many others. Is he a character? But, Is yeah, he as big a character as they? The biggest character was Libba. Uh, yeah, yeah really. Well, uh, young Libba we, is uh, quite the character we, as well. When I was over with the Vietnam Swans, we um, yeah. um, we hosted the, the the Asian Champs every year. The Asian Champs is the big tournament in yeah. Asia. Every club comes, and you know, there's three divisions now, and um, it's it's massive. There's a couple of hundred people. You that's, know, that's now, cool. Males, females, now locals. Yeah. It's it's massive and it's great great just to get all everyone that plays footy in yeah. Asia together yeah. in the one city at the one time. We have a massive day of footy on the Saturday and then you know party for yeah you know for another day or two. So, um, but we, we hosted in Saigon and it was just after <laughs> the um, the Bulldogs won the grand final. It was oh, the week. Jesus. It was the week after, <laughs> and one of the guys that came over was a guy, guy yeah. Tommy Dewar that um, that plays uh, footy. Um, he was playing footy in Vietnam, but then went back home. He went to school with Libba and, and, and Dalhouse. Um, and so after they've won the grand final and they're partying, having a good time, he's like, come over to Vietnam for the Asian champs. Yeah. And Libba and Dale went, hey, why not? And so, so I rock up to the Asian champs, you know, and we're yeah. organising, but this organising committee could turn up yeah. a couple of days earlier and I'm in the lobby and meet up with this guy, Tommy, and oh, I brought a couple of mates with me. 
I hope you don't mind. Like, Who are they? It's like, Tom Liberatore. Bloody <laughs> Dallas. They're like, yeah, great. So awesome. Oh. So we made a bit of, bit of fun of it and um, and sort of said, oh, you know, Liber, you know, he, he, he didn't turn up to the last team training, so we've dropped him into the second team. And yeah, uh, we made a bit of a try to get some headlines. But, but then the next day at the Champs, Liber turns up and, you know, probably hasn't been asleep for a week. And, yeah. Um, um, and, and, but he's just awesome. He's walking yeah. around all day, having beers with everyone, getting photos. Yeah. You know, we couldn't have asked for a better ambassador. Yeah. To to the to come and you know celebrate the celebration of footy in Asia with us, mm. um, and but he pulled on someone threw him a jersey for Macau and the Macau oh, Lightning. Who was the Macau Lightning? Were you know a bit of yeah. a ragtag bunch of expats that didn't have enough players, and someone threw him a jumper. So he jumped on for for a few minutes with him in the Division Two. Yeah, and it's on YouTube. It's bloody awesome, but. Andrew Embley's commentating the game. Embley, so Embley, the West Coast. Yeah, Embley had come oh. over to coach our local team, That's the and, best. Um, and 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 he's commentating this game. And he's like, "Is that Libba? <laughs> oh, you can't. Oh, he can't. What? Libba, you can't be. Can't be playing Libba. Libba. And and Libba is in. You go back. Go to YouTube and 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 yeah. type in Tony Liberatore Asian Champs. <laughs> And he kicks this goal. It's 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 hands down the best goal that's ever been kicked in Asian champs history. <laughs> yeah, he rocks. He comes out. He's running. He rocks. And he sort of gets the ball. He runs out on the on the wing, and he gets the hands off from inside the square on his left foot. Oh he, Jesus! He, he, Puts yeah. it in, runs off the ground. That's the that's the type of goal you can only do after a seven day bender. So, it was amazing with that level of confidence. That's and, so uh, good. And then, and then you know, it hit the headlines. Someone you know yeah. released the footage in Australia yeah. and hit the headlines. Libba's playing footy with the Vietnam Swans. <laughs> Didn't even play with the bloody Vietnam <laughs> Swans, but we're like, hey, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna publicity. So suddenly the whole world knows about the Vietnam Swans. How do you reckon that uh, <laughs> that conversation goes with your high performance manager? <laughs> seven days after a grand final Libba you were meant to be just be on the piss yeah. I don't need to see you playing yeah. fucking football I don't, need you Asia, to, mate. I, don't, I don't need to rupture an ACL yeah. pre-season's uh, in Asia. three months mate yeah. chill yeah. chill we're, we're pretty close with the AFL and you know we had a we made a call into the head office and yeah. just said Libba was actually awesome yeah you know he, he, he's actually done a lot for us today yeah. you know he was fantastic he played five minutes with a second division team relax and it's you know, all good. it wasn't anything big yeah, yeah. so they made a the media made a, a mile of it and when yeah. we and we soaked it up as well because it was great it was great uh exposure for our, our sport over there and what we're trying to do and probably not the way that we're trying to do it you know we're trying to um Make ourselves as being serious about local development, yeah. and you know, and and footy is growing over there massively. We got thousands of kids now that are playing footy, Australia, you know, learning English yeah. and getting involved, and um, it, it's fantastic to see. So, you know, shout out to all the all the boys over yeah. in uh, and girls over in um, in Asia that are uh, you know teaching, you know, the, the young kids how to you know the different kids from different backgrounds about yeah. Australian culture and well I think and, if, if you look at AFL right now the Sudanese community yeah, some huge. of the, those second awesome, generation Sudanese yeah. guys they are absolutely built to play yep. AFL they're perfectly genetically suited yep. to it yep. cannot see why that wouldn't be the case with Southeast Asia as well all, oh, all well Asia. they're a little bit yeah. smaller than the, the yeah, but run all day but if, midfielders and pocket <laughs> but if, forwards if you can run all day and you're tough as shit you I'd you pack you it, pack yeah. a little bit of I, yeah. I literally just googled um, what we were talking about 
Yeah. And um, I went and found an article from abc.net.au. So reasonably um, reputable source. Yeah. Um, Tom uh, Liberatore. Did yep. I say that right? Liberatore. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Uh, surprise off-season cameo in South Eastern Asia was limited <laughs> to an entertaining five minutes on the field, according to a Vietnam <laughs> Swan spokesman. That'd be you. <laughs> yes, no, easy. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> Vietnam Swan's president, Grant Keyes, <laughs> Said Liberatory took the field to help out a Macau Lightning side short of numbers in their match against Japan go. Goannas. Yeah, the there J- was no Japan. Lightning, and there's they've all got Australian. There's <laughs> well, actually no Goannas yeah. in Japan. No. <laughs> this is actually the game. I don't know. I don't know if this is the yeah. footage that you're talking the, about. The, 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 the Andrew Emberley commentary is <laughs> what makes it. <laughs> but he he kicked a goal as well. Oh, Jeez, the goal was amazing. You've got to find the one with the Andrew Embley commentary. Yeah, I'll it's, find it. It's I'll amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there you uh, go. There, there you go. There's uh, good, good fun. Footy in Asia. How good's footy in Asia? That's our tagline. <laughs> yeah. How good's footy in Asia? <laughs> and and uh, did you know as well, Carlton supporter? Yeah. Yep. I know you that you – yeah. See how he There's doesn't a, look down on me like you do? Yeah, well, he's just being polite. D supporter. West Coast supporter. You can't really, hey, look, can't I, really I can fault have, him yeah. at the moment. I can ha- ha- hold my head yeah. high now. Thank you very yeah. much. I'm I'm new to the AFL world, and yeah. I, I I won't pretend that and I'm you, not. You I'm, did, I, I, it's only been in. the last couple of years, and I I decided to pick a team on the lower end of the yeah. scale, and I you talked to you about that. Yeah. Ground said, floor. You got, that's what I did as well when I decided yeah. to get. You did the live AFL. in South Yarra though. Well, that's well, that's why I chose the Melbourne Demons because I was I was moving to Melbourne. It's like you can't. I was a fan of the AFL, but didn't really have a team. Yeah. But if you're going to live in Melbourne, you're you going to have a team. team. Yeah. Like, it's the first question you get asked. You're yeah. A, yeah. yeah, otherwise you're a, Oh, I just, I just follow the sport and everyone goes, you're a fucker. Yeah. So anyway, so I was yeah, like, right. my, 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 the theory was wherever I live in Melbourne, I'll go for the local team. Yeah. Yep. And then I lived in South Yarra. So I was like... Mm. And I used to drive up Punt Road to get home every day. Yeah. So I used to go past the Richmond yep. Tigers training ground Melbourne, every day. Yep. So it was really like a toss between Richmond Tigers or Melbourne. But I yep. was told, mm, South Yarra Territory, yeah. that's Melbourne Demons, you yep. fucking Pino-sipping, yep. Pino yep. charcuterie yeah. board-loving, <laughs> fair-weather fans. I was like... I like I like fair both, weather fans. I like both of those things. Yeah. So yeah. I looks like I'm a demons no, fan. I, I, and then, I, my dad's a Melbourne fan. I'll tell yeah. you how I uh, came up supporting West Coast. I was at uh, under fourteen club championships in Perth, and my old man was there to watch me play. And I know you know he's a bomber's tragic, much Love like him. yourself. Love him. And uh, <laughs> I called him up and I said, "Mate, you won't believe this. I've just seen James Heard walking around our hotel." And he goes, "Oh fuck off." <laughs> What's going on there? I said, I'm pretty sure Essendon is staying here. Ooh. So whole of Essendon were there and they were waiting for us to finish up our recovery so they could jump uh-huh. into the pool and do it. Yep. So this fucking <laughs> They were waiting for the under 14 <laughs> uh, maybe basketball ACT to ra- yeah. Sorry guys, don't want to interrupt. <laughs> just when you've wrapped up, if you can just knock on our door we're twice all entitled and then to we'll the pool. all come out. We're all entitled to the pool. So <laughs> my old man's he's flown straight over and he's weaseled his way into a couple of free tickets from whoever he knew he at Essendon. Not, he did not yeah. fly over for purely that. No, no, no. He was there to watch me play. He's at a different hotel and he's yeah. come to our hotel yeah. as they're doing recovery to just hang around the pool and talk himself into it and um he said mate i've got two free tickets are you coming because we were staying right next to Subiaco as well and i said i'm in 
there's no fucking way I'm going for Essendon though. <laughs> I said, all I see from you is heartbreak. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for West Coast. Next year's our year though. Mate, next, I'm telling you, oh, top eight b- next bombers. year. Bombers. 